2: about. Are we ready to proceed? Frank Murphy, representing Mohican, along with Senior Vice President Bob- Get this show going.
3: I think we're ready. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. Uh, V.I.G.
4: You know what
5: they say, you used the head that wears the pants.
2: It's Shakespeare. Maybe pick up a book once in a while. All right, two princes, here we go. 95.5
6: WPET,
5: you got Peter the Rift, Riff Griff shocking you and rocking you while I'm sitting here talking to you. It's 75 and sunny, which means our street squad's going to be out looking for them super stickers. If you don't got one, get down to Linoleum Depot this Saturday. From 9 to 2, I'll be there hooking you up. Slap one on your car, win 100 bucks. Now I'm looking around, and I'm seeing the spin doctors with not one, but two princes.
3: Nailed it. And now. <laughs> Do you
7: still work at the radio station?
3: I wouldn't call it work, but they pay me a lot of money. Our
6: feature presentation. By the way, uh, nailed it. That was uh, that was me for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started in a van. Down by the looking river? Looking for cars that had bumper stickers and sure. pulling them over. and Not even a hundred bucks, I think. Like, maybe a shirt. Yeah. Sti- maybe, a, I don't know.
7: Uh, that's, a, that's a standard. Man. I was not good at that. When joke. I was a kid, my mom and I won one hundred and two dollars and seventy cents from, from D's? from Kiss FM because uh, mm-hmm. we uh, waved down a van. Wow! And then, you were on the other side of that, so you got the hundred. I'm yeah. the guy in the van being waved down. And I think my mom. I think she had like a flirt when we were on air. You know, we're here with Harold Dean and Jensen and blah, blah, blah. I think my mom had like a flirty thing with the drive. Like, it was like a bit, you know what I mean? Like, oh, hey. Was wasn't it wasn't a bit, bit Jensen. Uh, Dad. Yeah, Could point. the van driver be your real father? <laughs> it's, that's why we waved him down.
5: <laughs>
0: She's <laughs> like,
7: I need this money. This is him. He looks just like you. Does anyone,
5: serious question, does anyone put radio station bumper stickers on their cars anymore? good question i think so i see them do you yeah but do you see them i mean i guess we Uh, maybe not as much as i used to i hope not (laughs) no and i don't i don't even know that we make stickers anymore do we
6: uh we do occasionally yeah sounds like some merch like last year sounds like some merch we need
5: to make yeah i i'm sorry i i heard that peter griffin clip and i teared up a little bit i mean those were those were the good old days right there (laughs) weren't they Spin Doctor's coming at you Not with one of the two Princess
6: I mean come on That's quality I knew that Bean Just worshipped that Bean said nailed it In his head Before Peter did it I did I did It was very good Morning everybody Brand new Kevin and Bean Show It is Thursday morning The first of August
8: Uh, uh,
6: And uh, rabbit rabbit To all of
5: you
8: She knew it was rabbit rabbit
5: Yeah right
8: Different rabbit, different See that's thing. a vibrator. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um,
5: how many uh, teeth have you all had pulled as adults? Do you know? I've never had a
7: tooth pulled. I've never had a cavity, let alone a teeth oh, pulled. Oh, you both suck. Whoa. Yeah. Never. Jensen, you've never had a cavity. I have not. Even as a child. No, nothing. That doesn't seem what about even a, possible.
8: As a preteen.
7: <laughs> uh, wait. That one. Nope. I didn't okay, have it still either, yeah. okay. Still none. Yeah, Still none.
8: Uh, Allie, you never had your wisdom teeth, though? No, I've got all four wisdom teeth right now. And only recently, in the past year, have I felt like there's a little bit of crowding. So this yeah. is the wow. first time that I've thought, ooh, because they all grew in perfect. That's
5: amazing.
7: Wow. That's very rare. Oh, Look at oh, you. That's a humble brag. Just for the record, you are talking about wisdom teeth also. I thought we just meant, like, no. No, I, no, I'm talking about uh, oh, total I had, numbers. I had those removed. You had wisdom teeth. Oh. Four, okay. yeah. Wow. Like a like a regular See, person. Like, yes, a, like, a like a normal human, like a human being. Like a human, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Allie, all
5: four of yours just grew in fine, a huh? Grew
8: in fine, and every dentist I've ever gone to has gone, Wow, that's a lot of teeth in your mouth. <laughs> I'm like, Thank thank you. And every boyfriend okay. too.
5: No.
6: How about you, Kevin? You, you might w- misunderstand <laughs> that you winced a little bit when yeah, I, I um, um my mouth is a wonderland for dentists, oh, unfortunately. I really love that Your John whole body Mayer is, song. is a wonderland. <laughs> it's my favorite John Mayer song. I mean, I've had my wisdom teeth out. Like, when I grew up, like, a tooth was just didn't come in. Uh-huh. So oh. I had to have braces to kind of move my teeth around to cover the fact that there wasn't one there that was supposed to be there. How rude. I don't know. It was a. Me- I'm a mess. Wow. Hmm. Well, they look fine now.
5: Thanks. Um, I had my wisdom teeth out also, and I also had... Too many teeth in my mouth and had to have an additional four teeth pulled. You're like a shark. You had four teeth too many? Yes, I had four teeth too many, just extras that they had to pull. Were
8: they, like, growing out of, like, the top gum? No, they
5: were growing in, in order.
8: Wow, but,
5: but that's and that's fine at a certain age, but then they get too big, and then they do do you know start they would have started crossing. So they just yeah. have to
6: pull them, and that's they're not doing anything else to your mouth; they're just pulling those teeth that are getting in the way. Yes, and wow. then the
5: other ones just grow normal size, right? Wow. Uh, and I had an additional tooth pulled at some other point that had a root canal, you know, bad root canal uh, problem that didn't work or something, and they had to pull it, and just replace it with a an implant or something like that. So I have had nine pulled all together. Mm, wow, that's a lot of teeth. And I huh. say all that to say all this. This uh, story that came out uh, last night of this boy in India, seven years old, Ravindran is his name, had been in pain for some time. In fact, he started complaining of pain at around three, but he, ref- this is weird, he refused to let his parents take him to the dentist. I don't know whether he was afraid of the dentist. At three? How he even knew about what the does dentist. he even know about the dentist? He didn't want to have anything to do with it. He just said, no, it's not that bad. It's fine. However, a three-year-old Indian boy says that. Well, it got to the point where his suffering became severe and his jaw started to swell. So his parents decided, well, we better have him looked at. His dad is named Parbu. His mom is named Rajakumari. They're 40 and 33. Their fear was that he had cancer in his jaw. I don't know why they thought that. Maybe they went to WebMD. Yeah.
4: But they took him to
5: the Savifa Dental College in Chennai in southern India. They did a a CT scan and an X-ray of the boy. And they found a large legion in his mouth that was filled with... Oh, don't be gross. What do you mean? Filled with 526 teeth.
8: Wait. <laughs> like I'm... in a
5: bag? Wait. Yes. Wait. 526 uh... teeth were removed from the seven year old boy's mouth.
8: Wait, where were they? That's they were... not possible. They
7: were in a bag.
8: What do you mean they're in a bag? Like a
7: lesion, like a big, like a growth, like a yeah, because they can't be placed, right? Right. They can't be. There's no room for placement, but there is room for like a pocket. That's right. It was a five inch bag like mass. How many?
5: 526. Not
8: possible. Excellent.
5: I'm looking at uh, pictures of hundreds of them right now. Wow. Um, uh, Were they
8: just little... They had to be just little slivers.
5: Some of them were. Many of Uh, them are full-size or half-size teeth. No! Where did these come from? He's a teeth machine, this (laughs) kid. A surgery was soon performed to remove the sac. It took doctors five long hours of meticulous searching to remove all the minute teeth from the uh, the open bag-like specimen. Pathologists at the hospital say the sack was reminiscent of pearls of an oyster. Same. yeah. It is, see, the, fir- yeah. It is the first ever case documented in the world where an individual has been found to have so many
6: teeth. I 526. Can't even, I, I can't even see how that's physically possible. How, I, how that many would uh, fit in there. You would ask me, I would say 15, 20 mm-hmm. yeah. tops would fit. That's crazy.
5: Yeah, I mean, uh, they were small, medium, and large. I can send you pictures, but no, I'm telling no, you. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm telling you.
6: I'll take your word for it. Some
5: of them, some of them were small, but they were, all had the properties of teeth. It's Bean's new uh, phone wallpaper. <laughs> so anyway, he's uh, apparently he's fine now. Oh, and, my God. Uh, and feeling much better, but uh, I don't feel so bad about my nine now. After this kid.
8: 500 and how many? 26. Good God. I right. yeah.
6: He's got to feel so much better. You've got to be done, doctor, on
8: 399. (laughs) Give me some time.
6: And
5: I have to ask, I mean, the tooth fairy is going to bankrupt his family. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's trouble. I mean, what's going to happen? What's the payout there? That's a but valid think,
7: question. Do you think Watch it was removed one by one, or do you think he removed the full bag and just let them all out? You know what I mean? Like just open the bag and dra- yeah, put them all out, like like coins. It was well, five
8: hours. Yeah, five
7: hours of meticulous searching wow. to remove all the
5: teeth. So it sounds to me like they pulled them out one by one. Wow! Good With like, Lord. like tweezers and a magnifying glass or something. Me
6: like it? Oh, d- no. Why would you like that? Well, that's not
5: the way to start a show. <laughs> but now we've got now we've got the worst part uh, behind us. But do we have
6: to have the worst part? We do. Okay. <laughs> Am I still on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about today's Kevin Bean show, shall we? Oh uh,
4: uh,
0: yes, yeah! Dominated.
6: Uh, Brett Gelman will be in studio. Woohoo! Oh man, talking about He's Stranger funny. Things three and Fleabag. Both
7: having a summer. true? Dr. having a career. Yeah. Man.
6: Dr. Drew's going to be on the show. and We're going to ask him about Allie's water silo, mm-hmm. just exactly how much you're supposed to drink, and how much is too little, how much is too much.
8: How far behind the rock I am. Yeah. He has four of these a day.
6: But do you yeah. need to catch up? I don't know that that's safe.
8: Four gallons a day.
6: I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm not a
5: doctor, I, that can't be healthy. No. That's
8: no, it's, too, much. It's too, much. Like too much. It seems like too much
5: water. On.
6: I would say, though, doesn't it depend on how much you sweat? Let's call Dr. Muggs in. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get to Dr. Drew later. Uh, Dr G- Drew is now our second
5: opinion on this show by the yes. way we go to Muggs first and mm-hmm. then then just to back it up we go to Drew
6: Jensen has get up on this yes uh you love movies that no one's heard of so excited to introduce you to mine Whew. are you oh. you said it was the best movie ever yep which best strikes movie me is weird that no one's ever heard of it if it <laughs> really is the best movie ever It's not necessarily for you Bean. Mm. okay is it for anyone
8: Not necessarily okay.
6: <laughs> And you've never driven in Los Angeles. We were talking about the J-Lo story yesterday.
8: Yeah, it's Hasn't bizarre. driven
6: since she got her license. Yeah, she said,
8: Odd. yeah, I watched more stuff and J-Lo was saying it's been 25 years. It's just, it's cuckoo. That's
6: crazy. Yeah. Uh, plus your tickets to Disneyland as well coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next.
2: is <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock.
0: What's happening, LA? Yeah. white What's happening, Allie McKay? What's happening today, Allie McKay? What's happening today? Yeah. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's all yours, Allie.
8: What's going on? Uh, what is going on, Cool House? We need to have a serious sit-down. You make amazing ice cream. Yes. We love you.
6: You have my attention.
8: California-based ice cream company, Cool House, has teamed up with America's leading mustard brand, French's, collaborating and creating a mustard-flavored ice cream. Yeah! That Please is stop cheering, kids. That's this an is abomination. Pitch. What are they doing? Holy crap. It's going to be served starting next week, the week of August 3rd, which is also National Mustard Day. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. What a horror. Why? Why? Here's, here's the thing. Um, it's not just us suffering here in California. People in New York can try the strange limited run concoction for free. Oh, really? You're not going to charge them? At Rockefeller Center and Columbus Circle on August 1st. And then, just to make it easy for everyone else who's not in California or New York...
4: hmm
8: They're going to share the recipe for the dessert on their website. By the way, prep time, just five minutes, according to instructions. And add mustard to ice cream. That's not even five minutes. And requires only a quarter cup of mustard. You're right. Is it going to be have vanilla ice cream, squirt mustard on it, just stir it up a little bit? King
5: of Mexico, you are in for mustard ice cream. How come?
1: Hell
8: yeah. It's ice cream
1: and mustard, two of my favorites. And it comes out tomorrow, so I'll be at Cool House.
5: Gross. That but sounds even though he, Even the way he said it. But lots of things are tasty. You know, right. people like steak. That doesn't mean there needs to be a steak ice cream, right? Right. Not everything so, right. has to be an ice cream.
6: Plus, I love you get, mustard. You can have mustard on the side. This is yeah. an abomination.
5: What you
6: are talking I'm about right dip now? Dip my
5: fries in it. Get some fries. Dip it in. Yum.
7: Yeah. I don't. Dip in fries in ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love That's it. That's a strange imagine, choice. Imagine being at an ice cream parlor. A dude eating vanilla ice cream, and next to it, another small bucket of mustard. And every bite, he does one of each. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. Who's <sighs> mm-hmm. coming Just, with me.
8: No one.
5: Zero people. Ugh. Wow. Dave, you should go oh. as I have to the National Mustard Museum in Middleton, Wisconsin. Yes, I bet, I bet it's a blowout there tomorrow. I bet they're going to be. It's going to be a all weekend long party. Sure, you yeah. know how they party wow. there it's wow. the mustard museum. Mustard museum is awesome, by right? The way. Sure. There are over five thousand mustards on display.
8: And that's amazing. And no
7: friends. Five thousand mustards, no friends,
8: <laughs> on display. he said <laughs> yes. It's a like, museum, like we expected it to be. They've mustard got that some you of just like eight Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, disgusting! What is happening, you guys? I don't think we need it,
6: but. Uh, Bean, at some point, I would like you to try to make a master list of all the ridiculous yes, please. museums, museums yeah. mm-hmm. and roadside attractions yes. Landmarks. and the world's largest, world's smallest. Yeah. Please. You've seen it all. Um, but
8: and most
6: of it's
5: crap. Unfortunately, the list would be very short because you asked for ridiculous ones and I've only been mm. the awesome <laughs> ones. Let's okay, rephrase awesome,
8: it. Yeah.
6: Let's make the list the awesome ones. I mean, I've seen it. Look, there's plenty more to see, plenty more I haven't I seen don't, yet. I don't think there is. I, I think you've seen everything. My brother was traveling across
5: country this week and he, God, I got to find the text real quick. He sent me a picture. He was in Kansas at the world's largest golf tee. In Casey, Kansas, <laughs> and he was trying to burn me with that, and I'm like, "I've, dude, I've totally been to the World's Largest Golf Tee, and by the way, not far from there is the World's Largest Pitchfork, so don't miss that while you're nearby." <laughs> oh my god, I've been to both. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not
6: yet, not yet. We so, need a full list because I, yes, totally. I, I couldn't provide a full list. You could really try. Couldn't. I've been going for, forever, though. I've been. This is my thing. That you know what that is? It's a big tee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. however long it takes you to get there, if it costs to get whatever, right. it's a waste of time because you're going to go, yep. You it's know what not that a waste of time. To that's You're, a big tee. It's the
8: world's largest right. golf tee. And you know how much he loves golf, <laughs> right? So that's not the point. He's it makes a golf head. Perfect sense. But look, yeah.
5: you don't have to be a hiker to appreciate the tallest mountain in the world, right? Yeah, but at least you
7: can climb Great it. the tee. It's not like you can hit a, bo- a golf ball off. No, it. No,
5: but it's still there. You're, most people aren't going to climb Mount Everest. Either. If the They're world's largest tee
6: had the world's largest golf ball on it,
7: now I'm in.
5: Mm-hmm. I don't know. And where I, I could I, use the world's largest club. I don't know where the world's largest golf ball is. I got to look that up. Okay.
8: Wow. Sounds like a road trip.
6: Yeah. I wish I could see them all. Bean had information at the ready about the M- mustard museum. Yeah. Because I'm, Dave just put up a picture, Jensen. Do you
5: see it? He has the postcard still in his office that I sent him from the National Mustard Museum when I went there. All right. This is real sad.
6: Cool House, stop doing what you're doing.
5: <laughs> when Kevin is turning on Cool House, you know that Ice the Ice cream is-, is my jam, man. Right.
8: And right. you don't Which like mustard? Are you the non-mustard I guy? Despise okay. despise mustard. So this wasn't going to work for you at all? No. What about a ketchup? No, I love ketchup, and no. Okay. Ice cream is ice cream. Okay.
6: Let's just let it be that way.
5: Well, but I'm... you can put other things in ice cream as long as they're sweet things. You just yes. don't want any. Okay. No, well, but, but they're savory,
8: savory things, too, right? Like salted caramel? Not a huge fan, but okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I can accept it. will allow it. What about bacon? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about pork chop? <laughs>
6: pork chop ice
7: cream?
6: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's
7: <laughs> not, not a thing that I know of. Uh, also, when I looked up the world's largest golf ball for you, yes. I, I did find a website, but that website obviously does not have the facts it needs because it just says maybe the world's biggest golf ball. Maybe. <laughs> it's in uh, Tucker Town, Bermuda. Oh, no wonder I haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we were
6: in Bermuda. I don't know if you remember, being. Yeah, I get, we didn't know about You the, didn't know about it. That was pre-internet, so how would we have known about it? That's when Bean got run over by a truck on a scooter.
4: Uh Oh, yeah.
6: sure did. And we were bald. That's where those pictures came from. Okay, back to you, (laughs) Ellie.
8: Bermuda had everything.
6: (laughs) I did come back with a broken foot.
8: (gasps) A broken foot and a shaved head.
5: Yes. Nice. Yes, my, my girlfriend of two weeks was not
6: impressed. No? No. 90s were a weird time, huh?
8: He
5: got hit by a
6: truck, Um, he went to the hospital, all of this happened like overnight, and the next morning we were supposed to meet at the airport, and I walked up at the airport, and he was just sitting there in a wheelchair, like the saddest puppy you've ever seen in your life, like he had his head bowed down, and his leg was in a cast, and he had his arm in a bandage, and he had a bald head with a cowboy hat. (laughs) (laughs) What a time. That was the... Fast and we were getting on like a 11 hour yes. flight, yes. <laughs> a six foot six guy with a broken footed coach coming and back coach. to
7: Bermuda. Right, how uh, long did you guys spend there? A couple days, a couple I days. days. Wow, radio was strange, man. We, we made to, some poor
6: choices. Is what we're I'm trying saying. to solve the Bermuda Triangle, Jeff? Right? right. No, we I, I figured would go out sense. into the ocean and yell at whatever was out there. We like, nice did whole that. Point of it? Yeah, and then we looked for the Loch Ness monster,
4: mm-hmm. and we had
6: weapons and we shot them into the lake. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs>
8: <Whoa>. <laughs> good Lord! <laughs> All right, uh, we'll unpack that later. Um Some birthdays for you. We've got a couple amazing rappers: Chuck D mm. and Coolio. Yeah, no, good. there you go. Coolio's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jason Momoa. Sam Mendes, director and singer for the Counting Crows. Just talking about them yesterday. Mm -hmm. August and Everything After, still my jam. I love that album so much. Adam Duritz. And that's what's happening.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K K K-Rock.
6: We pay uh, very close attention to movies, TV shows. So occasionally somebody will mention a movie that they love. And we're all amazed that we have never heard of it. Gosh, I love movies. I want a good movie. How can you love a movie that I've never heard of and I pay pretty close attention to movies? Yeah,
7: you see a lot.
5: Yeah.
6: Because you only go to movies with lots of
5: louds, Kevin. That's why. I mean, that's possible. And <laughs> horror movies, both. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, Ali, you started talking about this yesterday. How did it come up?
8: It, it came up, we were talking about Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. and I said, oh, have you guys ever seen him? He was in a movie, Sleep With Me. It came out um, 2004. It was Eric Stoltz and Meg Tilly. And we Tilly. that, and that movie, like, that it never movie doesn't, doesn't exist, exist You yeah. right. yeah, made it, that up. It, it has one of the funniest scenes about Top Gun. You'll have to watch it. It's amazing. But if, it, that, if it existed. It does exist. But that got us talking about movies that we absolutely adore, that people don't believe are real. That was what sparked. <laughs> (laughs) It and it is real, and look it up. But a movie that I talk about often on the show, and thank God that the writer and director of this movie has now come into his own, Taika Waititi. Um, He's done Thor, Ragnarok, What We Do in the Shadows. The guy is a absolute stud. But back in 2007, I saw this little movie at Sundance about this video game worker named Jared and this sweet girl that worked in a fast food place named Lily. And the whole movie is about his character, Jemaine Clement, who oh. is amazing. Movies out of New Zealand, in case you didn't get that, with Taika Waititi and Jemaine Clement, who you know from Flight of the Concords, Moana, What We Do in the Shadows, all of that.
6: Being you're right, this doesn't have louds. The
8: whole point of this movie is he wants to go back to the bully that bullied him, and he's been training, and he's going to challenge him to a fight, this is what's happening. Justice is coming, is the whole thing. It's the most delightful, wonderful movie. And what's it called? It's one of my favorites. It's called Eagle vs. Shark. Okay. And this is a clip of Jemaine um, Clement's character calling up his absolute nemesis' house. And it doesn't go well.
2: Hey, biatch. Hello?
0: Who's this?
2: Oh, sorry. Hi, is Eric there, please?
0: <laughs> no, he's not back till to later tonight. We're going to the airport. We got a minivan. You want to come?
3: <sighs> no, thanks. That's
0: okay. Okay, you want to leave a message for him?
2: Uh, yes. Could you tell him that justice is waiting for him?
0: He's waiting for you. Okay, Justin. Thank you. Bye, bye.
2: No justice. Yes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna tell you that clip got me. I did. Mean, it is same.
8: so funny. It is so ridiculous, and it is so beautiful. It I'm is, gonna eat it. Uh, it's Eagle versus Shark. It's you not need eat to it, see it. it. It's not oh, sorry, no, sorry, eat sorry. it. Eat it. Eat it. It's amazing. <laughs> rent it. Okay. Where you rent rent videos? All right. <laughs> mine's I'm a little.
7: Mine's here. a little more loud. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, the movie is called Cube. It is a Canadian science fiction horror escape movie. That's all me. Hmm. Uh, It was released in 1997. It follows a group of strangers who wake up together in just a cube-shaped room. They don't know how they got there. They have no recollection of... Is there no out? Well, that's what you figure out. They realize the goal is to move room to room in hopes of finding an exit. They also figure out that some of the rooms are booby-trapped and rigged with various traps to kill them. Oh. And the only thing they notice is that some of the rooms have a number on them. You know, it's obviously been engineered and manufactured. uh, So they have to realize how to get out. Uh, the movie was made well before the concept of escape rooms, but if you're a fan of those, you'll you'll clearly love the movie. Mathematics comes into play, yeah, and so,
4: <laughs> so so does
7: the history of sort of each of the uh, each of the captives. If you feel it as a Twilight Zone feeling, that's for good reason, okay? Because it's kind of based uh, originally on the classic episode Five Characters in Search of an Exit," one of my favorite Twilight Zones. Uh, the cube is awesome, the movie and the actual cube itself, because it all architecturally was built and figured out so that. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like they spent actual time on the science of the cube, uh, and they go. You know, they only filmed in one cube. They only that's made, the whole movie. Well, the whole movie is in basically different cubes. Yeah, but, but they only filmed in one of them and just change out the lights and stuff to make it look different. So it's in the vein of like a rope or rear window. You know, like where there's only one setting. Uh, it's an awesome sci-fi. There are two sequels. Don't see those. Those are bad. Uh, It has a huge cult fan base All unknown actors This is a small clip It's obviously a pretty visual movie But this is a small clip from the trailer
1: Does anybody remember how they got here? Why would they throw innocent people in here? Are we being punished? There's a way in here So there's gotta be a way out you think they'd go to all the trouble to build this thing If we could just walk out?
3: Take a good long look around I got feelings looking at us We have about three days without food and water Before we're too weak to move
0: I just wanna wake up
1: a room down there and something almost cut my head off. Motion detectors integrated
7: into the walls. In. Uh, also, there are some Mortal Kombat-style gory deaths in it. And that's so, still Does in.
5: Cube rap in it at all or <laughs> no, is he he's just not, acting? No, not no, no. Ice Cube is not, not in the movie. Oh, I
7: misunderstood. Yeah, that's the name of the movie and it's kind of the basis, but Ice Cube not in it. Okay. Okay. Uh, we are talking about uh, movies that you love that no one's ever
5: heard of. These might be recommendations if you're uh, scrolling around one night looking for something new to watch or out of everything else. Mine is a holiday tradition in my house. For many, many years, Donna and I, every Thanksgiving, had put on a movie called House of Yes. Anyone ever uh, seen it? No, I know. It's no. Written, I is it know written by one. Mamet? I don't know who wrote it, but I do know that it's the greatest thing Parker Posey has ever done.
8: Oh, love her. And
5: that is saying something. It is a phenomenal role for her. And you're going to not believe me when I tell you that Tori Spelling is in this movie. And this movie was only made because it was financed by her father. But she is terrific in it. She is the fiancé who comes home to a very weird family's house for Thanksgiving 1983. And what you find out is that the twins, the brother and the sister, the sister's played by Parker Posey, the brother is Josh Hamilton, have a very... incestual relationship?
4: I have
6: seen this movie. this you watch every Thanksgiving?
5: (laughs) Yes, we watch it because it's it's set at Thanksgiving. And it is, I mean, it's a a black comedy, but it's also a horror movie, but it's also really, really funny. And maybe it could be Mamet uh, Jensen. No, it's not, it's not, it's not. Because the the dialogue is like, the dialogue is crazy whip smart fast. And you'll hear in this clip, if this is your kind of comedy or not, I love it This is You'll hear the first two voices Are Parker Posey And her br- and her brother Played by Josh Hamilton And she has just Brought him an ice cube
3: Isn't that the prettiest Ice cube you've ever seen?
5: It used to be bigger
3: I wonder what happened
1: Whatever it was It happened just between The kitchen and here
3: Look Marty Your hands are all wet
0: Now oh, there's a clue It probably melted On the way
5: Alright that's Tori Spelling Would
0: you have a
6: glass Of Lipomush?
0: No thank you I'll just have a glass of wine
6: What's the name of the wine?
2: Oh, <laughs> I don't speak French. Who does? You do. Oh, that's right, I do. Yeah. So, what does that name mean in French? I think it means something German. Oh,
5: it means loving mother's milk.
2: You speak French?
5: No, German. I mean, that's the kind Just of dialogue you get <laughs> uh, in the movie. And I'll I'll say one other thing is that uh, the brother and sister, every year at Thanksgiving, they reenact the Kennedy assassination where he plays President Kennedy and she plays Jackie O. I mean, it's an out there movie, but I love it. Again, if you want to check it out, it's called House of Yes.
7: Only Bean would pick a movie that was nominated for a Razzie. (laughs) I'm not positive that mine wouldn't have been. Uh,
6: Mine is Black Sheep. Oh, yeah. But not the Black Sheep I'm thinking of. Not Chris Farley. Mm -hmm. Right. This is Black Sheep. It's a experiment in genetic engineering that turns sheep into bloodthirsty killers who terrorize a New Zealand farm. Oh, New That'll Zealand Trump. again. They <sighs> are zombie mother-effing sheep. Miles
9: from civilization.
6: I have a dream for the future. A secret
2: experiment <laughs> has given birth to a new breed of fear
0: Oh my lord There's something wrong with the sheep
4: Oh god no
2: Get ready for the violence of the lambs
0: The sheep
4: are revolting
2: Black sheep <laughs>
6: it is so. Was it wonder- isn't as good as the trailer? Yes. I mean,
5: violence of the lambs. Come yes, on. That's great. Because, because
6: whoever wrote that at Oscar. Because they know what mm. they're doing and they know they're making a cheesy movie and they mm. go all out. How did you stumble? Ridiculous. Do you, how do you stumble on black sheep? I don't know. Oof. I have maybe. Friends that told me about it or something. I do have one clip. This is a guy in the in the uh, front of, front of a truck in the cab, mm-hmm. and he's fighting with a sheep, and he keeps punching the sheep in the face. The sheep doesn't care because it's, no, it's a sure. zombie, sure. So he yeah. can take it all. Yeah, and then the guy gets out of the uh, cab of the truck, and the truck keeps going, and that's where this clip picks up.
4: The sheep is driving the truck!
6: (laughs) Later, the guy takes off his boot where he got bit. He's got a full hoof. Oh! How did this miss Oscar season? (laughs) Best movie ever. Uh, It's called called Black
2: Sheep. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
0: Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
5: Jenton is here with Get Up On This. Get up.
4: Get on up on this. Get up. Get, on up, on get, up, get on up on this. Get up. Get on up on this. Get up. Get on up on this.
7: Oh, hi. Uh, this week, I'm excited to get you up on someone who I think is the most exciting and original and promising comedians of the past decade. No not kidding. Wow, that's a big sell. This someone has currently two projects... Uh, at HBO that will most definitely end up being on most of our favorite TV lists of the year. This comedian's name, Julio Torres. Uh, He is awesome. The now 32-year-old is uh, over the past few years has been working at SNL as a writer. He's created some of the more standout, melodramatic digital shorts that make almost little to no sense. Like when they happen, you're like... (laughs) What? What is that? <laughs> what is that? Uh, one of them is Melania Moments, which I know everyone liked. It was like showing Melania as a prisoner.
5: <laughs> that's right. Uh, Looking staring the out the White House window and having thoughts. And yes. that was his. <laughs> uh,
7: that was really some of the only digital short highlights for me over the past few years. At 22 years old, Julio immigrated to the United States from El Salvador, where his family still lives. Better be legally. Oh, whoa. Who was that guy? Uh, his immigrant <laughs> background is so insanely rare in comedy. Like, I can't even really think of anyone else who's done mm. that, uh, in a, at least in 10 years. Uh, and to have him be one of the new original voices of American TV is truly incredible. He gets a lot of his inspiration from 70s surrealist comedians like Robin Williams, uh, obviously from the Mork era, uh, Steve Martin, Andy Kaufman, even a little bit of Pee Wee Herman in there. He's fully committed and willing to do uh, major risks, which is what caught the eye of Fred Arminson. He said uh, he used to watch SNL and all the All the skits he liked, he'd call in and say, who wrote that? And he'd get the same answer every time. Leo Torres. So, as a result, he approached Torres with an idea for a show that is now a hilarious HBO weekly program that just wrapped up called Los Espookies.
4: Uh,
7: It is the network's first uh, primarily Spanish show, and I kind of see it as a Gen Z Ghostbusters Uh, Los of Spookies follows a group of Mexican horror enthusiasts who start a business creating spooky scenes and situations for clients in need. Like, for example, a priest who needs to stage a fake exorcism to get more clout in his church. (laughs) Or they create a sea monster for a mayor who wants to boost tourism in her small town. Bean, how good is this show?
5: It's one of my favorite shows of the year, for sure.
7: It's hilarious. We know we can't get Kevin because it is subtitled. Oh no, I saw it and looked good and mm. recorded it. Just okay, haven't good. watched it yet, but All I right. have recorded it. Yeah. Uh, Torres plays Andres, uh, the blue haired heir to a chocolate empire. <laughs> the show is so tightly written by Torres and uh, Anna Fabrega, who, who came up with uh, Torres in the New York comedy scene and now also stars and writes the show with him. It's hilarious and strange and mysterious and unlike anything else on TV. It is a mix of 30 rock, Twin Peaks and like a telenovela. Is that a good wow. breakdown? Yes,
5: that's about right. That's a hell of a
7: mix. All now, the- Alley, will you yes. watch
5: this or can you not read and watch TV at the same I've time? I've
8: watched two of them okay. and, and very funny, enjoy it, I need to talk to Dr. Drew about ADD. <laughs> I literally, like, I to have to sit and read and not be able to look away for a second or glance. It got to the point I moved my computer, moved my phone so I could concentrate. <laughs> I was then, like, twitching. Things were happening.
7: You
6: need to be
8: medicated. Subtitles are not for me. Well, okay.
7: you're missing out. Uh, Julio's aesthetic as a person I could only say is like um, uh, a crystal <laughs> Like one of those crystals you buy to what,
8: Marianne Williamson? No, are you talking about? He
7: has that kind of vibe, but also like a futuristic feeling. It's very weird guy. (laughs) You got? I mean, when you see him, you'll know. All the episodes are currently available to watch on HBO Go or on demand or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. They get full approval for me and Bean. Now, if you like that, which you will. HBO loves Julio so much that they gave him a stand-up special called My Favorite Shapes. But like everything Torres does, he could not take a normal approach to a stand-up special. This was taped in Brooklyn. Torres stands on a futuristic-looking set, almost Star Trek-looking. He's wearing a flashy silver jacket, which he's known for, and he sits in front of a conveyor belt. And throughout the whole stand-up special, objects come to him throughout the whole time. He picks them out, and then he riffs on those objects.
10: Oh,
4: why?
7: That is the entire special, and it is genius. Uh, Again, much like a Spookies, it's unlike anything you've ever seen before. Since the special is mostly visual, let's listen to some of Julio's older stand-up. This is from um, an old appearance on A Late Night Show.
3: I went to the doctor, and the doctor told me that I was uh, very
7: underweight and I was like stop it.
2: <laughs> Shut up. You're underweight.
9: <laughs> he, uh, he wasn't. He was just like an average sized
7: doctor. Uh, but I figured he was being so nice that I
11: should just throw him a little something.
7: <laughs> <laughs> he is so dry, so strange. Uh, it airs for the first time August 10th at 10.30 and on HBO Go and HBO Now earlier that night. Again, his name is Julio Torres, and you need to get up on his show Losa Spookies immediately, where the whole first season is available on HBO, and his upcoming comedy special, My Favorite Shapes, debuting August 10th. This is another get-up-on of an immigrant here legally who made their way to the United States, is contributing genius to American culture. Julio Torres, that's my get-up-on-this. Bye! Get
4: up, get on up on this. Get up, get on up on this. Get up, get on up All this. Get up, get
2: this. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Ellie, you did a story about J-Lo.
8: Yeah.
6: Would you mind uh, catching us up on that?
8: Well, I did a story last week about uh, A-Rod, her boyfriend, giving her this beautiful cherry red Porsche for her birthday. And we were like, well, what do you get, J-Lo? She's got everything, whatever. But we were like, that's nice, cool for her, 50 years old, cool car, Mm -hmm. right?
5: May I uh, interject and say, is there a better
6: looking 50 year old in the world?
8: She's a very attractive woman. Okay. I yeah.
7: feel she's getting better. He was talking mm-hmm. about A-Rod, by the way.
8: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's a very handsome mm-hmm. man. Yeah. 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 Um, but then a story came out yesterday that said she hasn't driven for 25 years. Originally, it was she hasn't driven since she got her license. And then it, altogether, this is a bizarro story, but she's had drivers. That's so so all of
6: us thought. She must have had drivers the whole time.
8: Right. Twenty-five years. So she got behind the wheel, and there's video that they posted to YouTube where she's like, "Let's see if I remember how to do this." Why would A. Rod buy someone a car who doesn't drive? Uh, what Too do much you, money. What do you get somebody that has everything, and who knows?
6: Maybe they'd had a conversation, and she wanted to. Maybe she's told him that she wants you, to. But do you spend a hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Nothing on to do, the man. That's in, they got that in pocket change. No, yeah.
5: I know they're super, super rich. But do you, I just? I don't understand. I mean, it would be like buying you a plane, Kevin. You're not a pilot. You, you know bought him mean? a like, plane. What that's do you got to do with it? So I've always wanted to be a so pilot. sweet. Thank so, you. So so Thirty years. years. Look
4: for it. Beautiful gift. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> I just—it just, seems like a—I I, mean—it it seems like a not
5: a thoughtful gift. I guess is
6: what I'm saying. I—my point is that that's not the point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about people not driving. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, Not whether that's a good gift or not. I got hung up on the details. Okay, so she,
5: she hasn't so driven in a, a long time. So give
8: us a call if you gave a gift that <laughs> wasn't great. Uh, and what that's the reaction actually was. actually not the topic No, okay.
5: Who's a
6: hotter 50-year-old than Jennifer
5: Lopez? <laughs> call down. One
8: nope.
6: No. Not yet. Don't call on any of that yet. So. Please call
5: now. Okay, so what you're saying, Allie, is uh-huh. that she... Even when she... Now, wait. How old would she have been when she was a fly girl? Because she surely had... She didn't have a driver back then when she was in Living Color Days when her career was just starting out, right? 25 years ago, right?
8: Yeah, I haven't done the math um, on when she was a fly girl, but I doubt she had a driver when she was a fly girl. So how did
6: she she get around? You would think she got her license when she was 16, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that's... You sort of have to. Well, Although I, I know kids who don't. And if you live in New York, by the way, yeah, I bet
5: you don't need to get your license until you have to drive. And agreed, could, yeah. Yeah,
6: it could be older, yeah. But she lived in Los Angeles for a long time. Yeah. 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 So how?
7: Why? Why? I don't know how you do that. I don't either. Especially before Buses? Uber. Before, I mean, imagine being just a person who has to depend on your friends or family for everywhere you go that's longer than a walk. Mm-hmm. That's a disaster.
8: Yeah, it's not fun. Maybe she
7: had a lot of siblings. I don't know her family, but...
8: Yeah, but they didn't move out here with her. Do you think?
7: I don't know. Maybe they did just a driver. Oh, good <laughs> point. Uh, good Jennifer point. We have, Jennifer moved to L. A. Right? Got, got to go with her. She All nine of us gonna, have yeah, to move we next have door. To,
5: driver and shifts. <laughs> we have uh, more questions and answers yes. here, you guys. <laughs> So I think what we're looking for, I'm not sure what we're looking for, but Please I think what we're looking call now. Well, yeah, you can call now, but I think what we're looking for are people who don't drive, right? right. People who can someone drive. Someone someone. People who can drive, but mm-hmm. don't drive, I think is what we're looking in for. In Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, yeah, you in, have
7: found a way in Los Angeles to live here without a car. Mm-hmm. Not because, yeah. like, I mean, no. I'm not saying, like, oh, I don't have the money, so I use the bus or whatever it is. Like, you... We love don't to want to talk to the poor. We don't want right. to talk to the poor people is you, what Jensen said. You love the and lifestyle. And I feel like He's being insensitive wow. when he says that. We don't want to listen to the... We don't want to hear from the poors right now. I, I, I just don't understand you. I, we can't relate no, to No, because you. that makes
4: sense. Yeah. We
7: want... It doesn't make sense. We want lifestyle decision. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. We, yes. You, looked you, at, you looked at a car in the face and said, nah. You could drive but you Somebody choose, call you,
5: my mama. You choose not your mom. You, you can call, call that mom if you want I don't at <laughs> 1-800-520-1067. So you have decided that your lifestyle should not include a car. Maybe it's for environmental reasons. Maybe it's because you just want that you just don't want the hassle of trying to find a place to park.
4: Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. seems like
6: Los Angeles is a really rough city to do that in. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it sure so yeah. spread yeah. out, not great public transportation. All right. right. All right. So I don't know how many listeners uh, how many uh,
5: listeners we have who, who do this? But let's find out. one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. 520 1067 You choose not to drive. And how does J-Lo look so good at 50? And, now, and
8: talking- again, n- uh, not, nope, no, no course. course. No okay? course.
7: We didn't think this out fully because most people listen to us in a car, right? I mean, that's actually <laughs> I mean, that's
8: pretty accurate. Quite yeah. true.
7: Well, if you're listening at home. Call now. <laughs> or if you're a passenger. <laughs> you're a
8: passenger.
4: In a oh, car. Right, that uh-huh. makes sense. This is not or going if well so far. you're
8: walking on the way to... Um, a uh, subway. Call oh, now. Subway. Subway, <laughs> I subway
7: even, sandwich.
8: I don't. Are you, are you on your way to the train?
6: You don't drive in Los Angeles, <laughs> and it's by choice. One eight hundred five two zero four. And you're not. I said by choice. Okay. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven.
8: You don't have to. You can't be poor. We don't by want choice. the poor. <laughs> just saying. It.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey Rock.
6: Let's take a uh, one phone call. Let's make it, Melissa. From Ontario. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. First of all, you're not a poor, right? No. 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 Okay, good. <laughs> all right, so we're talking about
5: people who choose not to drive, and they live in Southern California. How does it work? What's going on in your family?
0: Well, that would be my mother. Uh, okay. She got in a car accident back when she lived in Mexico when she was a teenager, and it caught on fire. Oh, oh So I guess... Yeah, so um, I guess that kind of traumatized her to drive, so she never learned how to drive when they came over to California. And then she figured, well, I have three daughters and a husband, like, they can drive me around everywhere, so...
5: And that's really really fun for you guys.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Especially now, because now my dad's in a cast and can't drive right now, so... I'm the
5: Uber.
6: Your family's a mess.
5: <laughs> so, how,
0: how many times a, a week do you,
5: how many times a week do you think you have to drive mom? I mean, she may have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday and then needs to go grocery shopping on Friday. I mean, how often does it come up? Uh,
0: like four times a week. I think. Oh, wow. oh wow, that's yeah, a job. Yeah, and I. Yeah, and I commute from Ontario to L.A. because I work oh. at, um, in downtown
5: L.A. So. you got to move away. That no, I means my life. you got you got to really yeah. just cut the cord. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you yeah. Have, Sorry, to, Mom. Yeah. You
6: have to
7: ghost your family. Yeah, you got to go to the East Coast yeah. and not tell oh, them. Oh, Melissa. <laughs> and, <laughs> Melissa,
5: you might have to change your name, too, just so it's harder for them to yeah. track you down. But... <laughs>
7: Log off Facebook, everything. Get off social media.
6: So, so good
7: luck <laughs> with that. This is the last time it. we're going to yeah.
5: be able to talk to you. Yeah,
7: take care, uh, Donna, or whatever. Bye-bye,
5: bye, Donna.
6: Call now. Yeah, I think we already have people on on hold. Thank you. Th-
5: this could never be me, partly because I love to drive. By the way, you do. You love road I, trips. I love road yeah, trips. Hate it. But- but I will tell you in New Orleans I very rarely have to drive because almost everything is in walking distance but it's also good to have a car in the
6: on the occasions that you want to Oh, look at go me. Someplace. I have a car but I don't use it most time cuz I don't have to. What a humble That's brag. Ridiculous. No, I, I'm just saying. Stop being a dick, man. No, what I'm saying not is not everybody
5: lives like the 1%. I need a car is what I'm saying and I think most people need a car if they live in a place certainly like Southern California. Listen to this from the 626. My mom has exclusively taken the bus in the San Gabriel Valley area for the past 30 years. We've offered to get her a car,
6: and she says she sees no need for it. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like it would be so much more convenient
5: to have a car than to take the bus everywhere. Yeah, but wouldn't if
6: it? she's got some reason why she doesn't feel comfortable driving, and she's fine taking the bus. Okay, I mean, that's I fine. Yeah. Ben,
5: I, I hear that, and I accept that. What do you do with Ben on Line 4, University Park? Ben is 24. 24. <laughs> doesn't have a driver's license. Is that right, Ben? Um, actually, it's, it's twenty-six. Twenty six. Uh, uh, yeah, you've you age, know, you've you been know. on hold two years. That's crazy. <laughs> That's
4: um,
0: amazing. i have
5: been over a, <laughs> yeah, a while.
0: Okay, uh, so sorry. you
5: you turn sixteen and you can get a driver's license, and you decide not to, and then you're eighteen, and then you're twenty, and then you're twenty two. How come you haven't done it yet?
7: Um, mostly uh, just because I have a fear of trusting myself behind the wheel. Um,
0: secondly is uh, I know I'm a little lazy, so I haven't like. Made an effort to actually um, obtain a license. How do you um, get around? Bus, <laughs> bus, um, friends, <laughs> relatives. Um, yeah, bum. I bum rights from friends, relatives. Uh,
7: since um Uber and um Lyft uh, came out, I've been uh you know using that mostly too. So, say for example, you need to just run an errand, like you need to go to the market or I don't know, like a CVS or something. You take an Uber. Um, yeah, I either take a Uber, but since I'm like near USC, there's like a lot more uh, convenient markets and stuff right here. You can sort All of right. walk.
8: So ben, one. ben, you said you're afraid to get behind the wheel. Did you have a bad experience?
7: Um, yeah, I had a bad experience when I was a kid, but um, I have a I uh, for lack of a better word, I get very distractible. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, oh. Very so okay. do I. I drive. Yeah, not well, though. Not
5: well, no. We're
6: not asking for people to drive
5: well. So, Ben, do you think this is your whole life? Do you think you'll just be one of those people who never, ever drives? Or do you think at some point you're just going to kind of face your fears and go for it? Um,
0: yeah, I I, I have been trying to. I have, like, my family and my friends have been, like, yelling at me and like,
5: uh, like, uh, cursing, I mean, for not driving.
0: And, uh, sure.
8: yeah, they're uh, sick of you, Ben. Uh, yeah,
5: yeah, they are. They yeah, want I'm, you to try. I'm sick of you, too. So, okay. So, we'll say goodbye, but right, I'm glad ben. you called Ben. Ben's
6: 28 now, by the way. He's uh, 28. <laughs> I don't know how that
5: works. He's a weird disease. All right, let's go to Rich and Corona Line One up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Rich, welcome to the show. Thank you for hey, holding hey, on. What's what, going on?
3: Thanks. What's up, party people? Hello. Oh, um, you tell us. Okay, so, so my, uh, my mom retired from the DMV after almost 30 years,
4: mm-hmm.
3: Doesn't doesn't have a driver's license. Oh, what? Those never who can't. Drilled. She's
6: right there. <laughs> never got a driver's license.
3: No, never got a driver's. License. My dad would drive her around, or still does drive drive her around everywhere. What uh, a everywhere sucker your to, you know. dad is, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's she like always, she's... you know what she. Was, she always told us she had this like inner ear thing where she, you know, like vertigo balance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, she's but, probably uh, lying. You know, I don't know.
8: I don't listen to my mom when she talks. Yeah, yeah we, we
3: we secretly <laughs> we secretly think that. You know, it's all BS, and she's just like, you know what? She just
8: likes
6: being chauffeured. She worked at the DMV getting people licenses for 30 years. Amazing,
7: Yeah, but it's like she didn't want to bring her work home, you know what I mean? (laughs) 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 You would think
5: just one day, like during a slow period, like at lunch or something, she would go, you know what, I'm here.
6: I'll just take the (laughs) 10 minutes to get my own. Or one day, Dad would say, you work at the DMV. (laughs)
7: <laughs> it'd be funny it'd be funny if you asked her and she's like honestly the DMV sucks. Everyone who works there is awful.
8: <laughs> Lines are so long, yeah. I don't want to do it. Hey, hey do Rich,
5: it. what do they have in the state of California for ID for people who don't drive? They have some something comparable?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's just a California identification card. It looks like a driver's license, but It doesn't say driver's license. It just says California identification
4: card.
5: Okay. All right, because that would be another reason I would think you'd want to have a license, I I guess, is for ID. But if they have something else, that's cool. All right, thank you for the call, sir. Appreciate that. Let's go to um, uh, Johnny. He's up next line six. He's in Inglewood. He's got a a problem with his girlfriend on this issue.
6: Hey, Johnny. Hey, guys. What's going on? Well, we're talking about people who live in Los Angeles and somehow don't drive.
3: Yeah, man, I'm telling you, uh, I met my girl back in 08, and, uh, you know, I picked her up a couple times, and then I I asked her, I'm like, hey, do you drive? And she's like, "Uh, I know how to drive, but I've never really got my license. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't really think much of it. A couple years go by, and I'm like, hey, um," you know, I always brought it up. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good with the bus. You know, I've even gotten into arguments with her, and she just started like, no, I don't care. I'll just take the bus. I don't need it, blah, blah, blah. Now we got a 10-year-old, and she takes him to the bus, and you know I tell her like, "Why don't you just take my car, get your license, take my car? I can get you whatever car you want, and you know you guys don't have to take the bus and she just chooses not to. We've been together for eleven years now, and you no know, it's just what do you with what her. do
5: you think the reason is? Do you think she's afraid of driving?
3: uh you know what? no, because there <laughs> actually no, I know she's not afraid of driving because one time uh we went to a bar and I got totally smashed and I couldn't drive and I was like, babe, you got to drive. You got to drive. And she's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I can't drive. I'm too drunk. And we made it home safely. Hmm. So I know she can drive. Hmm. Huh.
5: Maybe maybe she'll get a driver's license when you marry her. You ever think about that?
3: <laughs> or I, I even did that. I even offered it. I, I proposed to her and everything. And I was like, you think you're going to drive then? And she was like, no, that's not going to change anything. Uh, Johnny, I, I, I don't,
8: don't want to put the bad things in your head, but... Maybe the bus driver is smoking.
3: <laughs> you know what? I, I, I've joked with her about that too. I'm like, oh, you just like the bus drivers, huh? You like the different different <laughs> cameras. Johnny's on funny, it. Because right? we all know. Johnny's yeah, on top I'm honest, of it, dude. I'm on it about <laughs> everything. It's funny. She's just like, oh, no. She just laughs. LA so Bus drivers known for their up, hot looks. Take the bus driver. <laughs> yeah, they're all models. Yeah.
8: <laughs> I'm going
5: to say yeah, that Johnny exactly. is handling this very well and with a sense of humor. I yes.
8: enjoy him, uh, his girlfriend, and their it. son.
5: I do too. Thank you, Johnny. Let's accepted. do. We appreciate it. Let's do one more. Let's make it Marla. She's on line seven. She's in the L. B. C. Hey, Marla. Our final call on this topic. What's going on?
0: Hi, guys. How are you today? We are good great. Night. Good. So my husband is 46 years old, and he does not drive. Oh. Has he, he never driven? His, never, ever. Oh. I mean, we've been together twenty-six years.
7: Okay. Why? He why? Says why?
0: That my footmobile can't take me.
7: So he walks. He walks.
0: He'll walk, or he'll take the bus, or he never asks for a ride. But if you ask him, and he'll say yes, he'll be like, "No, I'm good with the bus."
5: Ha! Hmm. Huh. And what do you think the reason is? Because obviously, that's very unusual, particularly in SoCal. What do you think's going on there?
0: Um, I don't know. Sometimes he says, well, you know, I'm afraid. What if I hit somebody? And I'm like, well, what if I hit somebody? <laughs> you mm-hmm.
6: know? Yeah, he should I, be afraid for you. R-
0: right? Right. But, but yeah, he just doesn't, never wanted to, never cared about it. It's not important to him. Wow. I mean, and let me tell you, once you get married, he's not going to learn to drive. Or the last caller, she's going to learn to drive.
4: Yeah, you're
5: yeah. not going to change them, right? Yeah, this is just this is just yeah. how that's just how that guy's girlfriend was, just
6: how your husband is. I guess yeah. you just deal with I don't
0: really it. Care. I'd it like other to... people more than it bothers me. I'd like, like to say that yeah. I'm
6: in favor of all of these people that don't drive because we do not need more cars on the road. That's <laughs> true. Good point, the more that Kevin. don't ride don't drive the better. Mm-hmm. You're our right. hero. But, you know,
0: he, said, he says now he wants to. be thinking about it, and I'm like, by this time, your insurance is going to be so high, dude. We can't even afford it. He starts thinking about it it. and she talks him out (laughs) of
7: it. Talking
5: him out of there. Boy, some people just can't make
0: happy.
2: (laughs) Is (laughs) your husband being held against the will? It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. KROQ. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month, featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Major King.
4: At the King's Theatre
2: in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Al King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's leading ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at
8: KingsTheater.com.
5: First, though, Allie's here with What's Happening on a Thursday.
4: What's going
8: on? Well, what's going on is I believe it was a couple weeks ago one of Bean's picks for That's My Jam was the band called The Bird and the Bees. Uh And you picked a song off of their Van Halen cover album, which is called what? What? Masters Volume 2, a tribute to Van Halen?
5: Yes, the, they did a mm-hmm. cover album of all Hall & Oates songs, yes. which I by love. By the way, yeah. they are also a, a terrific uh, original band. Yes, they on have plenty of amazing. Own, right. And then I picked uh, Hot For Teacher from their new Van Halen tribute album. That's right.
8: Wonderful. Well, they were the guest on The Late Late Show with James Corden, and they performed a cover of Van Halen's Ain't Talking About Love, but they had a pretty special guest that sat in on the drums. Oh, yeah. Dave Grohl. Ah, you get to, get to bleed for it, baby Yeah, you
0: got to, get to bleed for it, baby I ain't talking no
4: love Baby, it's rotten to the core I ain't talking
5: Dave Grohl, always in the right place at the right time to do the fun things.
8: Always.
7: Imagine how embarrassing it would be if you had a rock band and Dave Grohl's never played drums for you.
4: Like, that is
8: (laughs) one
7: of the worst things that could happen to you in music.
8: He's never sat in with us. This is BS. Again, that is The Bird and the Bee, and they covered Van Halen's Ain't Talking About Love, which is off of their Interpreting the Masters, Volume 2, A Tribute to Van Halen. They are awesome. They are very good. So good. Do you guys remember back in April when I told you about Ariana Grande revealing that she was a humongous Jim Carrey fan to the point where she said her first AIM username was Jim Carrey fan 42 (laughs) and people were like wait what and she talked about how he was just her absolute favorite actor she looked up to him so much it was like her first really big crush. And he responded to the tweet and was just lovely about it. And she was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest day of my life. Ariana Grande? No, Ariana Grande. Well, she has uh, currently um, upped that greatest day of her life because she just wrapped filming on an appearance on Jim Carrey's Showtime series, Kidding. Wow. How great is that? And if you haven't watched Kidding, it's Jim Carrey essentially is a children's uh, show host, a la Fred Rogers, that type of thing whose life is completely unraveling and he's got to keep it together in front of the camera and it's just it is such a wonderful show on Showtime it's unbelievable.
5: I think that was the big uh the, the biggest of all the snubs in the Emmy nominations yeah. was Jim Carrey not getting nominated for for his character.
8: Just fantastic. Yeah, but great. um She wound up posting a picture and was just gushing about him. I've been staring at the screen. No words do this moment justice. Thankful for the most special experience of my life. Nothing is crazier than getting to work with and spend time with someone whom you've idolized and adored since before you could really speak. Ariana Grande? And then she says that she basically was just completely wowed that he was even more special and warm and generous in person than she ever could have imagined, which... God, it's good when that happens. Yeah, and yes. rare. And
4: you meet rare. Your heroes,
9: love Wow, it. Yeah, that's yeah. unbelievable.
8: So she's uh, gonna make a tiny appearance on Kidding next season.
5: Look, I um, I get it. We got to talk to Bobby Boris Pickett from the Monster Mash on this show. <laughs> yeah. And to me, that was like working with your hero. Yeah. You know? Jensen's laughing. I'm gonna
3: just, I'm gonna just keep it a meme. <laughs> Jensen's
6: laughing, and I assume people are laughing at home as well. But it's absolutely true. <laughs> it was a
5: big day for me.
8: Um. <laughs> And did he live up to your expectations?
5: He was wonderful.
8: Wilson Pickett? Who is it? What? <laughs>
5: Bobby <laughs> Boris Pickett.
8: Okay. And he's the one that sang Monster Mash? The
5: Monster Mash. Yes.
8: That's okay. <laughs> fake gargling.
5: In the lab oh. late one night. <laughs> yes. That's the song. That's the We had him on the show. I'm just saying. The show could have ended that. and I was Allie fine. has
6: a silo of water next to her and <laughs> she does it without any water. She just fakes <laughs> it. And it's real... bought it. You could have done some real gargling, I right?
8: I could have, but it worked. Oh, that was fun! Whew. I love it. See, that's why I, w- I don't want to meet Conan because I love him so very but much. But you know he would I kn- be super nice. I He's know, nice to everybody. I know he won't let me down at all. But it's very weird that, uh, like my two biggest heroes, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner, I would meet them later today to watch Jeopardy and eat soup. If you guys are interested, or anyone mm-hmm. that knows, stop him making is the interested. plea. Would you? you I just, to it out there. It's starting to sound All I want in my life, God damn it, hang out with me, old men.
5: Oh, you got plenty of time to make that happen.
8: They are in their nineties, <laughs> you guys. But it is weird that I I would definitely want to meet them, and that I'm not strange. afraid of meeting them because really, if they don't live up to my expectations.
5: I'm... Jensen, you've met a lot of uh, people in wow. your sh- show business career. Sure. Is there is there anyone that you would be terrified to meet because you like them too much?
7: Uh, no, really, you'd be fine with with anybody. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would be intimidated by some people, but mm-hmm. I, I think I'd be fine. But I mean, like when we interviewed Steve Martin on the phone, that like in person, that one would be kind of difficult. Yeah, that yeah. would be huge. Um, and Letterman would probably be, although Letterman now is like this, you know, kind of a caring, thoughtful guy. But back Santa. in like 80s, 90s, I think I would have be been very scared of very him. Scared of yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Unless I was an intern.
8: What about you, Kevin?
5: <laughs> what? Well, Kevin met his, uh, his soccer guy.
6: I did. I, let, I met Lionel Messi.
8: And that was, was
5: just like your your biggest star in the world, to Correct
6: you, right? And you you handled couldn't that been. well. And he they told have been us they told us uh, don't bring anything to sign. He will not sign anything. And I brought a soccer ball anyway, and then he had his guy take it into the locker room and the whole team signed it. Amazing. Whoa. So way better than I thought.
7: Was that your make a wish?
6: <laughs> yes, it okay, was. Cool.
8: Well, I'm glad we got that out there.
6: Yeah.
8: Okay. Good time. By the way,
6: Dave Grohl, speaking of him, is another guy who, if you worship him and you're afraid to meet him, he oh. exceeds your
8: expectations. Such a delight. Yeah. Such a kind, funny dude. Absolutely. <laughs> I do, too. Some birthdays for you guys. Chuck D., Adam Durrett, Sam Mendes, Jason Momoa, and Coolio.
5: Oh, I wasn't ready for Coolio.
8: Hang on. Come on,
2: And man. Coolio. Dr. Zulu. Yeah. Worth Back. it. Worth it. Oh, wow.
8: That's what's happening.
2: <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
5: Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. I've not heard this, but Jensen has told us it's worth hearing.
7: Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the follow-up project for Jeremy Renner after Avengers Endgame, you would assume, is some blockbuster movie, right? Or a, you know, one-off on Hawkeye. Something, Maybe. right? Yeah. Well, that's not what happened, okay. because just the other week, he released a single. A song. Yes. That he sings on.
6: Yes. Where he's the singer yes. of the song. I mean, song. there's, a, there's yes. a
5: long, long line of actors being singers.
6: And not right. Some very successfully. Well... A few. Who are, your, are the, who are your hits? Those are the uh, the
7: exceptions, all right? Let's think of the people who aren't hits. Bruce Willis, Eddie Murphy, the Bacon mm-hmm. Brothers, Keanu Don Reeves, Johnson. Don Johnson. It, I right. can't
8: believe you put Eddie Murphy in that list of not hits.
7: Okay. Well, he has one or two. And Party uh, All the Time. Party and on the,
8: All the Time and Boogie, Boogie your in the Butt, butt. are... Classics.
7: Okay, classics. How dare you? Uh, Bean, who would you say is a success? Not Scarlett Johansson, not Gwyneth Paltrow. not Russell Crowe. Not Russell Crowe. I don't know. Let me think about that. It's not going to work out when you say they're good because Jeremy Renner is going to follow that pattern. Uh, He put out a viral video that was him laying down tracks in the studio, and many people thought it was like a joke. You know what I mean? He put out like mm -hmm. a teaser that was saying, hey, everybody, look what I'm doing. Yeah, with no warning. And people were like, oh, that's got to be some sort of like Funny or Die parody. But it wasn't. He released a song called uh, Heaven Don't Have a Name. Heaven Don't Have a Name. Which is a song he sang backup on earlier in the year. And now he covered it as the main singer, which also makes no sense. Uh, In the past, Jeremy Renner has sung. um, He did a song called I Drink Alone for the soundtrack to North Country. Uh, okay. He had tracks featured on the soundtracks uh, for movies like Love Comes to the Executioner and The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Uh, but the one that I noticed is really weird is uh, he also covered the Crash Test Dummy song. Mm-hmm. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> for no. the movie Tag, which seems fake. But then I looked it up. I was like, no, that that did really happen. So he has a bit of a singing career. So what I want to do is I want to play one song uh, that he just released called Main Attraction. And this this is is your new get-up on? No, this is definitely (laughs) not my get-up on if you're just tuning in. Uh, This is called Main
10: Attraction. Every time I take a ride I feel
3: alive with nowhere to go I'm the king of the road
10: You're the queen of my throne uh, riding high, day and night, Satisfied wherever we roam. You're the star of the show. You shimmer like gold. Now, baby, let's
4: ride. Right. We got nothing but time. You get all the reaction. Okay, all right. You're the man-
8: Okay. I mean it's, it's kind of generic. It's like he just watched the greatest show and was listening to Imagine Dragons at the same time. Yeah, right. very and he's Imagine like, Dragons. how do I mold these together into something that no one needs? Is it worse because he's an actor? Like
6: if that song came out, he's on Tune, although they're using auto tune. A, uh, a, a lot of effects. A lot of effects on himself. I, I would but would you generic. just ignore no,
7: it. I would say it's generic. You just ignore mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's, yes. generic. it's generic. He's an actor. That makes it like, oh no. Well, he says music is his first love. Okay. Uh, that was. This whole thing was sort of part of a collaboration with Jeep. Uh, Jeep, the. And, Vehicle? Yeah. and they, they, they I, have I was like wondering s- where
8: you were going. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out what other Jeep there right. could be. Well, uh, it geez, sounded uh, like maybe
6: a producer or something. I didn't know. Check out oh, my new song. It's produced
7: Jeep. by Jeep. Yep. <laughs> uh, listen, they're for new commercials, and he premieres three songs in the ads that he appears in. Three different songs. Yeah, main attraction, which you just heard, another one called Nomad, and another one called Sign. He was asked recently by an interviewer if uh, there was going to be a full album soon, and Renner did not... Give any specifics, but left the door open. I think he's like Chris Gaines. If Chris Gaines was never also Garth Brooks, do you know what I mean? No, like I have another, I have another (laughs) ego, but not the real guy, not the real ego. Gotcha. yeah, Yeah. Um, it's
4: no surprise. Hmm. Gotta like your style. Uh,
7: Renner for Renner for Weenie here, (laughs) maybe not acoustic. Maybe here's
5: an actor who has had a fair amount of success as a singer, okay, Taylor Momsen. Yes, mm-hmm. that's Taylor okay. from Gossip Girl? Gossip Girl. Very successful with The Pretty Reckless. But I, she but, had to
7: give up acting to get there.
5: Yeah, you're right. They are few and far between. It's and and an I and
8: Edgerton, I guess. if you consider... I mean, it got mm. him the role in... Rocket, Rocket Man, Man being
5: but still an actor still an actor oh
8: still an actor that sings great
5: alright I like your Jeremy Renner uh, pick I mm-hmm. think that's an interesting uh, I've got some music that just came out this week that I think you need to hear as well Okay, this is at a uh, Florida Marlins game and it is an unusual choice to sing the national anthem now what have we've seen uh, we've seen acapella groups you know do op it up we've certainly seen somebody just get out there with a guitar we've seen uh, you know lots of people who just kind of sing it straight I think this is the first time I have ever been aware of this particular configuration for the National Anthem, and I think you guys are going to... And
11: performing the Star Spangled Banner, please welcome, from Cirque du Soleil's Corteo, and three-time winner of the World Championships in Whistling, What? <laughs> what? Play it <laughs> again. Wait, what?
7: Play that whole thing, whole thing
11: again.
6: <laughs> I'm uh Start until... from the beginning. <laughs> okay,
11: here we go. That's not and performing the Star Spangled Banner, please welcome, from Cirque du Soleil's Corteo, and three-time winner of the World Championships in Whistling, Whistling. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so he's a 3 time whistling champ and his name is <laughs> Alright, so is this well let me just I'll start playing it then we can chat while it's on. But this guy is I mean he's a good he's a good whistler. <laughs> 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 ah. <laughs> I mean, is this is there any point at which it's disrespectful the way you choose to perform the national anthem? Like is this below the level of musicianship that you should be requiring? Of like respect? Yeah, I mean, like, you wouldn't have a guy ever come out and arm fart the anthem, for instance, even if I could would, do it. I I mean, oh, would. you're
6: saying it would be disrespectful. Yeah, I'm just
5: saying that would be disrespectful. But is whistling, I mean, is that legit in terms of somebody
7: performing the anthem, or what do you guys think? Hold on, I have to, I have to I'm saluting, so if you could just wait till the end of this song. I will tell, tell
6: you, over my heart, a very impressive final note is coming up.
7: What do you think about this guy's whistling?
6: I think it's He's pretty excellent. good. Yeah. You're just playing this to mock me? I would, uh, I think I would listen to this. Oh, listen to that. Rudd. Mariah, look out. I think I
5: would listen to this over the Jeremy Redder song. Me too. All right, big finish, you Here guys. We finish. Go. Here, Here
4: we, we go. go. Ooh.
6: Oh. Show off. Ooh.
4: USA!
0: USA! <laughs> USA!
2: USA! Love it. USA. It's The Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
6: Our next guest on The Kevin and Bean Show, it was written in vogue, the season truly belongs to Brett Gelman, the scene-stealing 42-year-old character actor playing two of the summer's most glorious douches.
7: (laughs) Man!
5: (laughs)
6: I I may mean, I see your vogue and raise you a men's health?
5: For television fans, Brett Gelman's face may have been familiar before he showed up on Stranger Things uh, playing a series of assholes, weirdos, and oddballs. Wow. Gelman has appeared on and off in many recurring roles. Um that's I a mean, fair characterization of you I would think
9: Brett, right I guess yeah I guess so as, as as much as I I don't like the uh the sound of it I guess the, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the barrage of all the words it's too many. together yeah, yeah it's yes. too many like <laughs> maybe two you know <laughs> like oddball and douchebag or right. uh, no douchebag yeah, actually one of my least favorite but uh no, I think it would be. I do play uh, pretty flawed guys. So. Yeah,
8: <laughs> I did You're enjoy so good at it. in Thank the Vogue you. magazine that named it the Summer of Gelman. Uh, they asked you why you thought all these d-bag roles were coming your way. Do you remember your response?
9: When I got when I uh, to when they asked you no, that when, when they asked, asked me you, that, yeah. um, I. Well, if she if she would have said "d bag," Mm -hmm. I would have been like, "Oh, that's really strange that uh, that you're putting that in the question that word." But I (laughs) uh, I it wasn't a surprise just because I I I get hired to play pretty flawed. But you said
8: it might be the beard. Possibly oh, anti Semitism. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh,
9: my actual response. Yes! Oh, I'm so stupid. I thought you were talking about like my emotional response <laughs> no, no, at she asked me that. But I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that. you know, it could be that, I guess. You <laughs> so know, I mean, funny. I think every most great characters are pretty flawed guys. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. Travis Bickle is a pretty flawed guy. Sure. Jake yeah. Lamada, very flawed man. Sure. Uh, Michael Corleone. Uh, but yeah, I I definitely think it's and I'm so gonna Brad, I'm gonna scratch the beard answer. I'm just gonna go with anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's the summer of anti-Semitism. Also, it's the same. So. It, well, uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> let, me yeah, you, let me ask you. This, let me ask you this.
5: <laughs> You've been on so many shows, so many great shows as an actor. Has there ever been a time before the summer of Gelman right, that we're going through right now that you felt like you made it? Or is this it? Um, is this the, where you feel like now I real there's a real now everybody knows who I
9: am? This is more than it, it's ever felt and mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for that. I, I mean, are you, do de- you
5: Are you are you happy about it or kind of sad about it? Cuz some some actors really prefer the uh, being a little bit more anonymous. They're, there's they're, a level at which yeah. you don't want to be more famous
7: than When you were a little bit of luck, did you feel like you were <laughs> Brett Gellman <laughs> was... was Brett Gilman was the face of the New York Lottery.
9: Yeah, that was not a fame that I wanted. Uh, I like <laughs> No, I app- Pre, uh, You know, hey, I, I have to admit it. I just, you know, you work towards, uh, you, you want to become, I want to become as successful as I can in my field. And part of that is, you know, the how that success takes shape is fame. So right. as you're growing in that, as long as people aren't uh, disrespectful, which really nobody is ever, um, it's great. I don't mind people enjoying my work. I'm making it for people. So the fact that... And you're working hard they on They are. Him. Yeah. yeah he's so
7: I, good. Brett has always been... I mean, he's... We, we kind of had run in the same circles in comedy and stuff. And yeah. he's one of those guys who, whenever he does a role, he even if it's like a funnier die video that he was doing for fun he like researches the character's background <laughs> he takes the things very serious and almost goes to a level that like none none of our friends at least were willing to go so seeing him transition into drama like this makes so much sense
9: yeah it's uh thank you yeah and there's been other points of jobs I've gotten that i feel were Turning points, you know, and and it is it is a ladder that you feel like you keep climbing. So you know what led me to these two jobs. There were other things that led me there, and things that yeah. are maybe didn't get recognized mm-hmm. uh, by as many people, um, but that I'm really proud of, and that definitely made me a much better actor so i mean i
5: thought you had peaked when you played annoying hipster on californication i thought <laughs> you can't <laughs>
9: get better than that I, that was my first job uh in, in los angeles annoying hipster uh, yeah felicia fasano who uh, who cast that she's like hey i got a job for you perfect role for you uh, it's an annoying hipster and then <laughs> it, that was his actual name in the script it was mm. annoying hipster like, oh no that. yeah
5: What's uh what's it like being part of the Stranger Things universe because we are talking about fanatical If this isn't redundant, fanatical fans, if you can say that.
9: It's really insane because it's kind of a disconnect from the experience of making the show. The show is like a very tight family, you know, and it feels it feels even though you're doing these like major set pieces and scenes and action sequences at times. It still feels like it it still feels really intimate, you know, and that so the making of it doesn't change anything. No, no. And and, just the fact and then it goes it, out into the world. And and it yeah, I mean, this... like I was on that red carpet and I was like, whoa, there are bleachers here filled <laughs> with children. <laughs> That's insane. And, uh, you know, like definitely on social media, you see you see just how much, uh, how huge the show is. Yeah, and yeah how you much brought it back uh,
5: New Coke, for God's sakes. That's how big you are.
9: It's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. But, you know, it's a real fantasy, too, to get to play a character like this on a show like this it's really like i tell people i'm like you know when i grew up watching spielberg i wanted to be a character the guy in the like murray yeah. you know <laughs> Uh, It's cool
6: that you learned Russian, too. I mean, that's really,
9: that's really committing. I think he learned it.
8: That's a full commitment. You were coached. Oh, I was
9: coached, yes. I don't know the whole language. (laughs) You're right.
7: (laughs) He didn't independently study
9: Russian. (laughs) No, but a lot of people, like a a woman, a Russian woman walked up to me in a bar the other night and was like, started speaking to me in Russian. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't, (laughs) I don't understand what you're saying to me right now. You I meant she was like, say, oh, well, say one of your lines. I'm like, I don't remember. I, I, <laughs> I, I've memorized to, you, lines You since sound
6: that. flawless. I
1: mean,
9: Thank I you. I don't know Russian, Thank but it so sounds,
6: doesn't sound like I could have been trying. terrible, Kevin, yeah, for all we, we know, A
9: <laughs> lot of practice, a lot of practice, yeah. And I had a great coach, Elena Baranova.
8: See, Gary no, you, Oldman, said that.
9: Gary you said Oldman's that well. Ru- Gary
8: Oldman's Russian coach. Oh, wow. Oh. wow. Right. We said nothing circles.
9: until you said Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah. Unless, yeah. She's right. Unless she's
7: lying. Unless she's lying. But uh, I don't <laughs> think so. Was the Is, character always set to like be... Because you like were such a standout in season two. Did they up it more for season three? Because I feel like people... Yeah. like it, it was like such a big role in season two. And you're kind of used to being... A guy who see, like steals scenes. Like, did they did they say, "Oh, we got to bring Brett back more for season"?
9: I three. mean, I, I love the Matt and Raw. I love the Duffers. Mm-hmm. They're like amazing guys, and we really got along very well on on season two, as well as like you know David and uh, and Charlie and Natalia. So it was just uh, it was just like a, a, a great thing. So yeah. yeah, and I I think when you have a good time with people and they like your character, it makes them more inclined to write more for you, yeah. you know, thankfully. So th- th- I was, you know, definitely more of a fabric of the whole story That's of cool. season three. Yeah. Um, and that was that was really cool. Uh,
5: Stranger Things uh, season three is on uh, Netflix now, as are the first two. Uh, we have to take a break. It is the summer, Gilman, and we kind of <laughs> wanted to save the F word flea bag for when we come back yes. because Allie is gonna fangirl out like no one you've ever heard. Yeah. Oh my god Early and we will just, She's gonna embarrass yeah. herself. She's wait. gonna embarrass yeah. herself. It's it's gonna so we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll about that in more with Brett Gelman when we return right after this on K-Rock.
2: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock k Q
5: Having some fun with actor, comedian Brett Gelman here on the Kevin and Bean Show. It is the summer of Gelman, if you guys haven't heard. Oh my uh, Brett, God, you said man. something off the air. Before we get into a flea bag, you said something off the air that I've heard from a lot of actors, which is just, well, we'll see what the next job is. But when I look at your IMDb, I swear it doesn't look like there could have possibly been more than three months at a time you weren't
9: working on something. Yeah, no, I always. Uh... Yeah, I always fall into something. You're in 15 thankfully. things a year. So grateful, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I work a lot, which I am really grateful for, and, yeah. and what I get to work on and who I get to work with is uh, makes it even better. Well, that
5: leads us to Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is a genius. For folks who don't know the name, she's a creator of Fleabag and star of that. She's uh, behind um, uh, Allie, What's your uh, Killing, Eve. Other, Killing Eve? Killing Eve, mm-hmm. Killing Eve, right? She so, was also
8: the first ever female droid in a Star Wars movie. That's right, and I she mean, come is. On
5: a I genius. Mean, so tell us how you guys got together.
9: Uh, I got hired to Fleabag really last minute. An Amazon executive uh, called me up on Wednesday, on a Wednesday, and he was like, hey, we got this great show. Uh, we... We need we, a douche. We, we shot... Yeah, we need he a douche. He doesn't like that word. <laughs> we need a douche. You're Sorry? the top douche on, on our list. He uses <laughs> the word flawed um, often. We feel like you can be a real scumbag uh, on this show <laughs> and, uh, and so he was like, but if you can let me know, I'm, you know, they sent me the pilot, which they had shot, and then the scripts for the season, and I'm like, well, I'm excited to check it out, you know, shooting in London for a month, sure, it's going to have to be really bad for me to say no to this, <laughs> and, uh, for a free trip to London, Yeah, and then um, and then I thought it was incredible, but, but yeah, he was like, I'll send you all the stuff, and uh, you know, if you could let me know soon, because uh, your first day of shooting would be Tuesday,
4: oh. so, oh, told wow,
9: you. wow. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that's that kind of how every- it happened.
6: I don't, this is going to sound insulting, but does that mean everyone else fell through?
9: <laughs> uh, somebody was fired. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, somebody, well, okay. that means someone just, was fired. I don't know who that was. I'm happy you are there because we rules.
5: But you had to read the script on the way to the airport. That's how tight the, yes. it, you had to cut uh, it, right? Uh, yeah. How yeah.
9: quick
7: did you realize this is genius?
9: Uh, right away. Yeah. No, I mean, from the opening moments of the pilot, you're just like, oh, yeah. well, this person is... Uh, an auteur. Incredibly special. She's yeah, a she goddess, is. let's yeah. just
8: say it. I, I yeah, wound up getting into Phoebe waller her show prior to that, Crashing. Yes, which is and, she just which is, acted
9: on. She, wasn't, yeah, like, she didn't run She wasn't that show,
8: involved but, behind the right, scenes. But, 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 she's an but amazing you could actress. tell she was a star. I even, knew she was yeah. a star, and my friend said, listen, she's got this show coming out. Get a VPN, watch it illegally, which I did. You right. didn't do that because it's illegal. No, right. right. So I watched it, and then... I tend to, when I really like something, talk about it a lot.
9: Of course. Um, Some say too much. Some Some say too much. But
8: Fleabag was it for me, to the point where I'd say to friends, oh, you know what, instead of going out, why don't we stay in and watch Fleabag? And they're like, what is this Fleabag? Enough of Fleabag. Then when it came on Amazon the first season, you know, people were into it here. Okay, it's great. It's wonderful, blah, blah, blah. And I thought season one was one of the best seasons of television I'd ever seen. Until season two, which blew season one away, which is insanity. Because of Brett. Well, Brett (laughs) Brett actually had such a huge part, but there's a lot of of Martin, your character, and Fleabag that I think they're so similar in so many ways. Yeah. With the alienation and all of that, that they could probably be very close if you weren't such a horrible human being and so intertwined with her sister and all of that other life you two probably would have been best friends
9: right no i I think for people
6: who haven't seen fleabag give us kind of a overview Um, this is on uh, the prime video it's,
9: it's about this woman named fleabag who um has you know a lot of issues with herself and with men and with sex she's just like kind of this uh uh, disaster in a lot of ways trying to find her way and and as she's doing that you she's dealing with uh her family as well who are also uh you know in a spiral pretty much yeah. everybody you're not <laughs> in the show if you're not in a spiral so yeah and it's just this portrait of all these people mostly her Really, all of her journey in f- trying to find you know the root of why she has all of these problems. I mean well that's i a- want to
5: I want to play a clip of your character Martin, uh, who is married to who is married to sister.
9: Yes, Sean Clifford, yes. Who's
5: incredible, by the way. And I'm sure a lot of people have brought this this famous uh, kitchen scene to you. I wish we could play the whole thing because it's an amazing practical, (laughs) practically a monologue that you do. But here's a little bit of Brett Gelman from the season two of Fleabag, which is available on uh, Amazon Prime right now, uh, as he and his wife are in the process of breaking up. Fine. I tried to
9: kiss your sister on her birthday. My birthday? Fine. I mix up birthdays and I have an alcohol problem just like everyone else in this f***ing country. But I am here and I do things. I pick up Jake from sh- I make dessert for Easter. I organize the downstairs toilet. I fired the humming cleaner.
8: You enjoyed that. I hoovered
9: the car. I put up all your certificates and I don't make you feel guilty for not having sex with me. I am not a bad guy. I just have a bad personality. It's not my fault. (laughs) Some people are born with personalities. I mean, come on. It's
8: one of my favorite lines of the whole show.
9: It's pretty... It's Martin in a nutshell right there. Very brilliant line. It's genius. How about... Cuts um, to the core, Miss Walmart? How about
5: acting royalty Olivia Colman hanging out with her? What's that like?
9: It's very... uh, I mean, this is a cliche thing to say about somebody who is so uh, huge in every way and like they're talent and their uh, person. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she's very normal. I mean, everybody, it's a very like, again, like this show too, it's a very... Intimate, tight knit, very chill thing, and and everybody on that show, you know, it's just very much showing up to to do a job. She didn't and, flaunt
5: her Oscar and all of her Baftas and everything.
9: Uh, do you know? The, uh, she had gotten back the night before one morning from Venice from winning Best Actress of Venice, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, Dottie, look at this." <laughs> 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 back in a private private jet, and like showed us all a video of her like drinking out of the award on her private on the private <laughs> like jet. The and, Cup. She doesn't have one on the on the one that the festival provided her and uh no she's amazing she's a very kind and 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 like a savant in a lot of ways it's just like i would be like and then action and she's like boom right in it so
5: let me tell you what i'm i'm so impressed with here this morning unless you're acting now and this is all you know a facade you (laughs) seem to love your work And are having a great time doing it and are bumping from one great experience to another. Like what is all you. the angst that actors are supposed to have about how miserable they are?
9: Well, right now I'm in a particularly happy place of like I just worked a lot and and so and then the success of these shows, and just also how great they came out. And I this mean, is which a result doubt. of
7: a lot of hard work and a long. He, yeah. he people probably know him now from Stranger Things. Think it's a little overnight, but this dude's put in tons of He's incredible hard, right. comedy what, work, UCB, and such. What Beans I so asking Thank though
8: you. is, can you come back when you're kind like, of at your lowest? Like an actual D-back. yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he he wants that. He needs it.
9: Right, yeah, 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 yeah. No, if I you mean,
6: have a real hit to the character, real yeah. depression
8: sets <laughs> <you're like, laughs> in. Do I go on? Just come on in.
7: Bring your sadness.
8: We'll exactly. you? exactly. yeah. It will talk. it through. Exactly.
7: Yeah. No,
9: you have and to. And he'll smack you around. No, it's not a. You know, you got to be open to all the emotions. No, Stranger I'm really happy. Stranger Things and... uh,
5: three is available <laughs> now on Netflix. Go to He was go just going to share, share, his share
9: something with us. Scene. I'm sorry. I'm looking at. No, the No, dog. I'm about We're... to get emotional. But also, I'm excited because I have another show coming out September 10th called Mr. Mercedes. Adapted oh. from Stephen King, oh, Stephen King? written yeah, by yeah, yeah. David e. Kelly, starring and you're Brendan Gleeson. Normal
8: wow. and a lawyer and likable.
9: I am. It's Where can we find wild. out? I don't, I don't know. That's going to be like on the Audience Network on Directv now. Okay. Um, which is why people didn't see the first two seasons, which I'm okay. not a part of, but which are incredible. So you should, uh, but. I'm in the third season, so, Wonderful. you know, watch there the will, first there two will, so there you will can There will come catch a time where me. there's
7: nothing on TV without Gelman.
9: Uh, that's my address, is television. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 I'm
9: trying to be bi-coastal for... between that and film, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so dumb. More movies, please. <laughs> do we have time for 60 seconds with Ali?
4: Oh, we nope. D-
5: Nope. We okay, don't. we done. No. right, no. fine. Brett, All right. thank you. I'm sorry we're out of time. We had a great no. visit with you. We really, really appreciate it. Come back and see us anytime.
9: Thank you so much. It's great seeing you guys. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show.
6: K-Rock. So, Dr. Muggs, we have some questions for you about water intake. <laughs> sure, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Allie got a water silo okay. <laughs> a couple like, days ago. It's a
8: ago. gallon well, a good, container. Wait. It's also a
7: Dr. Drew segment. She What? Mm-hmm. We normally do this with Dr. Drew.
5: But we already have a doctor here on staff. Why, why bother why going to... Why a- double up? Yeah, a guy who may or may not actually be a doctor.
8: Mm-hmm. I'm way more qualified. Well, than Drew, Drew is <laughs> Drew is definitely a doctor.
5: Okay, well let's go to Drew then. We'll go to him first, and then we'll see if Mugs concurs. Hey, uh, Doctor well, Drew. Well, is
7: there a theme song to Doctor Drew? No, Ooh, we've I never like that. what. Well, there's not a theme song for Well, I know there is one for Doctor M- Beer Mug.
10: Hello, Doctor Beer Mug. Paging Doctor Beer Mug. <laughs> Hello, my name is Dr. Beer Mug. I'd like to tell you just where I'm from, a back alley in a van, I got my degree. I see you, Dr. Drew, and you can't defeat me. If you're feeling sick, I find a cure quick. HMOs can't keep the beer mug in check. PhDs of the world, and I am on top. Concur with my findings, so you will get pop. Only one way to practice, and it is my way. Listen to a guy in a bar all day. Clean bill of health in my heart, it won't quit. Beer mugs for real, and beer mugs legit. Have kidney stones, drink water, and lemon. Before you work out, get stoned just for fun. Better listen up and pay attention. Hello, my name is Dr. Beer Mug. Hello, my name is Dr. Beer Mug. Hello, my name is Dr. Beer Mug. I'd like to tell you just where I'm from. Hello, my name is Dr. Beer Mug. Hello, my name is Dr. Beer Mug. Hello, my name is Dr. Beer Mug. No cancer in my butt, because hot sauce I chug. Hello, my name is Dr. Beer <laughs> All right, thank you for the time. Anytime. That that wow,
6: That's it.
7: That's a new segment. We'll be right back. back. <laughs>
6: Dr. Drew, what
5: are you going to come back with from that? It is
11: too good, and I am so jealous. <laughs> 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 to be the house of pain. Right. Come on now. Or so good.
5: Cypress Hill.
4: Cypress Hill, yes.
3: Any of the uh, above.
5: All right. So, Dr. Drew, we'll, we will go to you first on this because, believe it or not, we do trust your expertise a little more than bugs. But Ali's drinking... By, by drink- the
11: way, he's been batting 1,000. He he's has been. been yeah, bad. Bad. He's been very impressive. Thank you, Drew. I'm humbled.
5: Allie has been drinking a gallon of water a day the last few days here. And then she read a report that The Rock, who we all love, drinks four gallons of water a day. And I just... look. That terrifies me. That can't be good for him,
11: right? Well, he, he, it's it's complicated, right? Okay. Uh, he got to remember. I mean, Rock is doing a little bit of the steroids, and he's working <laughs> out really hard.
10: Doing a little steroids, <laughs> you know, allegedly.
11: And, and, so his water, his fluid demands are higher. Uh, water generally, the, the the common aphorism is eight ounce, eight eight ounce glasses a day is about what we need. That, even that's probably excessive. The fact is, we're our kidneys are perfect instruments, and so we really can. Pretty much handle almost whatever we give it, unless unless we are taking medication. And you know, if you hear about people getting dying on the football field or having problems with their water metabolism, it's usually because they're taking some some medication that starts to interfere either predictably or idiosyncratically with the kidney function, and you start to accumulate too much water, and that drives your sodium down, and you can get seizures from that. It can be very serious. Yeah.
5: Okay, so Medicaid, so okay, so that that makes sense. Check with your physician if there's any difference in intake and in water if you are taking a medication. How about for the average person who's not on any An average
11: person again, a, a, to drink a gallon of water, really what you should be drinking about, you know, again, eight eight ounce glasses a day, what's that? two liters a day approximately. as I said, that's probably too much. But if you're trying to, control your We don't appetite. talk in leaders here, Doctor Drew. For God's sakes, we this talk is in gallons. Or a I'm
4: house.
8: about to do math. You're saying I should be having 64, but instead I'm having 128.
11: You're having about double of what you what you ought to have. And again, okay. that ought is a pretty loose ought. Also, and you're not going to hurt yourself with a gallon. And if you're trying to, let's say, diet, people do generally recommend that you push fluids because one of the first things that happens when you diet is you lose. You immediately start diuresing. Fat holds water, and so you start losing water in your body. And people advocate increasing the water intake so that they sort of held up. Allie does
6: drink the full gallon during the show,
11: though. That's a little weird. I, I think that's because you guys make her nervous.
6: That's possible.
8: Also, I'm diuresing.
11: <laughs> Whatever that is. Whatever that. I don't know what, what that is. is, but Allie <laughs>
8: loves the word. So into it, <laughs> um,
11: doctor. But it's, it's not diuresing. <laughs> That's. I thought you were going to say diarrhea. Also, I'm diarrhea. She's down with that too. No, diarrhea thing is, you know, your kidney pulling water and fluid out. But they, you know, there's an important distinction we made here between water and fluid, mm-hmm. right? Water is water, right? HTO. But fluid has some sort of solute in it, like you know how the Gatorade touts what they're replacing—potassium, right, and sodium, right? Right. So the the closer the liquid is to what's going on in your plasma and your bloodstream the more you actually hang on to and replete your body volume. So volume, fluid, and water are three different categories. Okay. Water goes out of your body pretty much as quick as you put it in. Yeah, it does. But but <laughs> <laughs> but fluid, again, something containing sodium, potassium, and other elements, other things that, that give it a, a, an osmotic load, those things go on tend to stay stay in your body better and replete you better. If say you're trying, you're outside, you're dehydrating, and you're trying to maintain your body fluid.
8: So I have more ozomotly loads in me.
11: I don't think wow. he said Ozomatli. No. <laughs> what were you? Jesus. What was it? Wow. It <laughs> 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 Rue,
5: One thing it. we haven't uh, mentioned is: don't you get a fair amount of like like animals get a lot of their water from grass that they graze? Aren't we the same way as humans? Don't we get yeah, a bunch of water from from food?
4: Mm-hmm.
11: We do, uh, you know, each animal has kind of a different function in terms of how their kidneys work, right? Ours, uh, you know, we concentrate reasonably well, but we lose a fair amount of water, and we have to we have to constantly replace it. Uh, we, we're, you know, we're set up to hang on in situations where, you know, water is scarce, but you can very quickly dehydrate and very quickly get into trouble with, with lack of water. So, so we're a little thing. different, you know, every, every organism is set up a little differently in terms of their kidney function, how it concentrates, what it's filtering.
6: Okay. So
5: when
11: Got-
6: we come in from the heat that we've been working out, we should drink water or Gatorade? Well,
11: or something I, in, else that has... Initially, right, it's an instant question. You. a young person probably it's water mostly uh, but older people lose fluid very readily and their kidneys aren't as efficient as they used to be so you know, for older folk provided they have normal heart function it gets, gets a little complicated when you get into the weeds of this you, you know if you have any cardiac compromise well then fluid becomes a problem you hang because you, you're not pushing through the kidneys effectively so fluid accumulates in your body mm. so it can, right. get, it can get a little complicated
5: dr biermark do you uh, do you concur with your colleague Dr Drew, did you know that
10: mineral
7: water <laughs> Dr. is Drew, great for Dr Pinsky. Please.
10: Oh, I'm sorry, Dr Pinsky. Did you know Either that way. mineral water is great for hair and uh nail growth? <laughs>
8: I did
11: not, and I'm not quite sure how mineral versus
8: it, tap. Yes. Also, okay.
10: Also,
6: uh, not on topic at all.
11: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but okay.
5: All right. <laughs> thank you, my great esteemed colleague. Mugs just had water facts. He was dying to yeah. <laughs> uh, You should go to drdrew. and check out all of his wonderful podcasts, including the latest Dr. Drew After Dark, by the way, which features our friend Doug Benson, and it's very, very funny. Dr. Drew is Midday Lives on the K- Midday's Live, sorry, on KABC from noon till three on AM seven ninety. And you can get a doctor in the comfort of your own home with the Heal app. Download it today in the App Store or Google Play. This has been Water Talk. Thank you to both of the doctors.
11: I gotta go
4: pee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. KU Rock. Here we are on
5: Friday Eve. Yay! Day. Friday. 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 Allie is here with Friday. our final Friday. Thursday. Look at what's happening on the Kevin and Bean Show. What's going on?
8: Jay <sighs> Z. Imagine Dragons. Halsey, Miley Cyrus. Oh, it's going to be such Killers, a great show. It's be good. The Can't Lumineers. Wait. I just
7: booked my flight.
8: Santana, Dead yeah. Company.
7: Fantastic. Marilyn, here it. I come.
8: John Fogarty, Robert Whoa. Plant. Marty, it's me. We're already we're, we're in. We're going. Yeah, tickets were supposed to go on sale in April, but who <laughs> who sells tickets that soon? I mean, the concert isn't until August 16th through the 18th.
6: Oh, uh, it's the second now.
8: Yeah, Tomorrow. Woodstock, Sorry, first 50, today. Mm-hmm. Woodstock 50 was supposed to take place. At the same location mm-hmm. as Woodstock, at least in upstate New York at sure. some point.
6: Okay, but that, right. Okay,
8: that fell through. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. The backers backed out. There was virtually no money. Right. But then. You move it to this pavilion in outside of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. All right. This sounds okay. Yeah, some people dropped out. Band or no two. big deal. Yeah, right. no,
7: no, we're still going.
8: Here's the thing. We'll make it free, you guys. We'll make it free. Even better. And then money is going to go to wonderful causes, just hmm. in the same kind of If it's vein. free, what money is going <laughs> to a cause? Uh, no, because they had to ask people to donate. Oh, oh I see. Uh, right. So uh, the money from donations and all that, and through, you know, water, Maybe you're buying a burrito. Merch that money, merch would have gone to great causes, just like the causes from Woodstock. 50. You said would have. You mean All is, are going to peace and love? No, it's not going to because Woodstock Fifty is officially canceled now. What? I know.
6: I gotta be honest. You gotta give that guy no. credit for trying. Do that guy we, would not stop trying. Do no. we
8: give him credit? I mean, or do we point. say Michael Lang, sir? You Stop wasted it. all of our time for months. It was never going to happen. You're okay to say, listen... This is not a sane person, folks. It's just... It's not going to happen. We messed up. It's okay. We'll figure something out for next year. I'm a straight punk. There is no shame in admitting that it just didn't work out we learn from our failures quitters well, never give up i have heard that and it was incorrect the mm. first time okay. well, no
7: one has learned <laughs> from this failure more than me i've been spending all morning often on the phone trying to get something together for us at the kevin and bean show and oh, wow. i'm super stoked to announce uh, a new commercial will be running with woodstock 50s cancellation we here at the kevin and bean show would like to tell you about something we believe will fill the void we're thrilled to announce woodstock 49 and a half We'll be sliding right in there, taking full advantage of an opportunity that we can exploit for money. See, Woodstock 50 at first promised to be at Woodstock, the location of the original concert. Then they moved to Maryland. Well, we've secured somewhere even better. The parking lot of Chinese Restaurant Let Us Walk and Roll in beautiful Yorba Linda, California. That's right, we got at least 50 parking spots to work with. And our lineup is sick, So sick. Woodstock 50 promised you names like Imagine Dragons, Jay-Z, James Taylor, and the Killers. And yes, we admit that sounds amazing. But that's before you hear who we got it. Woodstock 49 and a half will feature performances by Harvey Danger, American Idol's Bo Bice, Flowbots, no handlebars. the kid who said, Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. And Kindergarten Cop, he's 37 now, Paul Abdul, no relation, it's Paul, don't ask about Paula, a trampoline, the Pasadena Children's Motocross Club, a guy named Frank who says he's got some leftover fireworks, DJ Omar Khan, an Amazon Alexa reading lyrics from Sgt. Peppers, and the missing Malaysian plane, We found it. So stay tuned to the Kevin and Bean Show for more info and ticket information. As Woodstock forty nine a half is around the corner, it's coming. Maybe, probably not. Nope. Already canceled. Oh, oh. shame. that sounded great. I
8: tried, man. man a I trampoline, A trampoline. I was so
5: excited. That I tried.
8: guy that's 30 now.
5: Yeah, from kindergarten. Oh, you he has Broker, a good Broke our heart twice in one segment yeah. here. Wow, that, that hurt. a real journey. I thought, what a
8: great fallback. Yeah.
6: Oh. We'll try
7: it for 51. Okay.
8: Okay. All right. See, uh, it's okay, again, to admit that you were, you so were wrong. Yeah. You were over your head. No big deal. Thank you. We learned from it. We move on.
6: We can say that. Let's give it one more try. Let's get back in the groove, right?
8: So after months of teasing the title of her sixth studio album, Lana Del Rey has revealed the release date, the track list, and album art for the record. The album includes previously released tracks, Venice Bitch, Doin' Time, and Hope is a Dangerous Thing for Women Like Me to Have, But I Have It. The album, Norman Effing Rockwell, will be released on August 30th. Obviously. Obviously. You love her so much, Bean. You're so excited for this. I am. Well, you know what else you should be excited for? Tell me. She released (laughs) the Los Angeles date at the Hollywood Bowl Thursday, October 10th, you guys. That is very
5: convenient for me.
8: There you go. (laughs) Tickets for the Hollywood Bowl show go on sale. She's not coming to your house?
5: Well, I mean, Ali was telling me how excited I was going to be by this date.
8: I mean... Uh, did you think I was going to cater it to where you were living?
5: It was thousands of miles away, that's all. But I'm happy for, for those of you who can go see her because she's wonderful. Yeah, because our show is in L.A. So. And the Hollywood Bowl, by the way. Oh, great, great venue for iconic. her. She'll be great there.
8: So tickets for the Hollywood Bowl show go on sale to the general public beginning Friday, August 9th at 10 a.m. local time at LiveNation.com. Exciting. Exciting, everybody. Exciting. It's pretty exciting. Kelly Clarkson is a delight and we love her and she is hosting a pet adoption TV special called Clear the Shelters. The special is a companion to the pet adoption campaign of the same name that's supported by NBC TV stations nationwide. So on August 17th, thousands of rescue shelters will reduce or waive their adoption fees to encourage encourage people to give a pet its forever home. Kelly Clarkson! And something I didn't know, (laughs) Kelly used to own a rescue ranch in Texas. Where she had more than eighty rescue animals, including thirty dogs, fourteen horses, and goats, and pigs, and ponies. I mean, that's a dream life for Bean. It to really have is. A huge he had that life. And ranch then you have that killed them all. Didn't he didn't kill any of
7: what? them. What? He killed them all? Yeah. No, they, that's it, what I thought. they died of old age. Oh, okay. So you so killed them when bad. they were old? That's my no. Bad.
8: Yeah, he's they like, died. ooh, that one's getting a little long in the tooth. <laughs> Off with your head. And then he they... decapitated
7: him. No, <laughs> none of that is true.
8: <laughs> that is crazy. I never knew How that. How could I, you make I, my joke so much worse? <laughs> I would have <laughs> never
7: joined this team if I knew that. He's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, more... When he
8: gets sick of an animal, he's like, <laughs> oh, no, it's totally old. And you're like, you just got that bulldog a week ago. And he's like, no. but once
5: they're not cute, though. Why do you have around? you know?
8: Um, Every single thing
5: I learn that's new about Kelly Clarkson makes me love her even more.
8: Absolutely. I agree. She's cool. She is an absolute love bug. By the way, the new show, The Kelly Clarkson Show, is going to debut September 9th on stations all across the U.S. Nice. Nice indeed. Is she going to go up against Jerry O'Connell's new show, I wonder?
6: Don't have the answer to that. Oh, I man. would hate that. that would be I th- would
8: hate that because Sophie's those choice. are two of the most wonderful human beings. I don't think that God would do that to us.
6: Makes sense. God does the God does, God the does TV programming. Okay. Right. Yeah, a
8: lot of people don't know that.
6: He should make Sunday nights less cluttered then.
8: Really? What is up with Sunday nights? Right. It's pretty insane. You guys, uh, James Wan, you know that guy? Pretty great mm-hmm. director. Before he returns back to the world of Atlantis for DC's comic DC Comics Aquaman 2, he's going to return to his horror roots. He was uh, he's set to direct an untitled secret horror project for New Line Cinema. Plot details keep being kept underwrapped. Wow, this huh? it's what? I'm struggling. It's not great. Chip, I don't need you poking around (laughs) from around the corner just to stare at me. But it did kind of delight me. He previously collaborated with New Line Cinema on um, The Conjuring, as well as The Curse of La Llorona, and Lights Out. He's also producing the upcoming Mortal Kombat. So the guy knows what he's doing. By the way, James Wan, you want to know how much he has grossed worldwide in his career?
6: Sure, mm, not really. Bean doesn't play.
8: <laughs> I don't either. Sure. But I will tell you, Aquaman grossed over one billion worldwide. Okay, come on.
6: I mean, I guess that's all right if I that's feel what like, you're going for. Yeah, if you if, like money, uh-huh.
8: if you're going for an absolute smash, right?
7: Fifty-two million dollars. It's a late guess. It's,
8: was it fifty-two it was, million? It was not. But she it was said a, a billion. billion. It was over a billion.
7: Eight or nine million? Mm? No, again,
8: no. Uh, it was a billion.
6: Two million dollars. I mean, this isn't a guessing Mm -mm. situation. She started with the
8: answer. Arnold, not. That's only $500? Did you guys hear about Cardi B's concert on Tuesday night in Indianapolis that was canceled at the last minute due to an (laughs) unexplained (laughs) threat? Uh, Unexplained threat. It was an unexplained threat. And um, they had posted, the actual venue had posted, due to a security threat and safety concerns at this evening's show, management has advised that the show be postponed. The threats are under investigation. Concert has been (laughs) rescheduled. All tickets will be honored. But uh, she spent all day yesterday trying to debunk rumors that it was canceled because she was wasted. Oh. She was too drunk to perform. And they no, traced it all back to a, a random Twitter user mm. named Marcus, who was the start of the problem because he took a screenshot between him and an unnamed woman who cited an inside source that claimed she was too drunk to perform. That's a That's lot of degrees. That's how rumors yeah. get started.
6: That's a game of telephone That's right That's how there. news gets started that these days.
8: That is crazy. Very true. Very true. Press, 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 press. Cardi don't need more press. She really doesn't. Um, but you also don't need bad press that is incorrect. Yeah. So, yeah. Not a good situation. Right, bitch? Um. I
6: mean, she said, yep. yeah, bitch.
3: Thank you. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> million. Dollars. No! I'm not guessing at it that It's not? Any. No.
8: No, it's still not. Yeah. Some birthdays for you. Lead singer of The Counting Crows, Adam Duritz. You guys, August and everything after. He dated is that um, the one with
6: Rainy and Baltimore.
8: It is. I love that, that is song second so much. to last track on the album. It's a great well, album. Take it easy. <laughs> <a> great, <laughs> he dated, uh, he dated well, Frenzy
5: for a long time. Yeah, right? Courtney Cox. Right.
8: Yep, we call Fren- it Frenzy. Frenzy. Why? Uh because she was on the show Friends. Why? Well, it was a big like she was a star before, but it was her breakout role. Why? Well, it was a huge hit. People are still talking about it. Ask why? Kevin.
4: Well, question. Kevin
8: would like to know why. He agrees with you. He has no idea. He hates Friends. Why? That's delayed, Rodney. You can't. <laughs> He's, thinking delayed. Delayed. He's thinking about it.
7: He's thinking about
8: it. Why does Kevin hate it? Kevin, answer Rodney.
6: Uh, it got so much more attention than it deserved because mm-hmm. it's not a great show.
8: Okay. Why? It's, a, it's good. Good. Mm-hmm. It's why? Good. It's good. What makes it Good. The birds, the birds, the seagulls, (laughs) or whatever that is. (laughs) That it was so quiet, and those seagulls were like right in the room. All right, do you live with
6: seagulls? Give Bean a minute; he'll kill them. Come on,
8: (laughs) you really gotta, really gotta take care of those seagulls, right, Bean? Like you do. Celebrating a birthday today? Sam Mendes, Jason Momoa, Chuck D, and Coolio.
5: Can't have a party without Coolio.
3: What's Yo, what's up? Oh, no. It's Coolio with the flow of the Neighborhood. Get a witch Dr. Superhero. Down to go total-toe total. with any hank Frank and Joe, straight from the Foo 0 T-H-E-V-Z, Foley Thieves in the House. Mass circle for life, baby. Okay,
4: gentlemen, Coolio. Thanks for coming <laughs> by. <laughs> uh,
3: <yeah>. Very chill. <laughs> That's
8: what's happening.
6: Thank you, Ellie. A 5 p.m. <laughs> commercial free hour with Striker and Klein. is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Professor Brian Cox is going to come on the program. He's going to call us because Bean is obsessed with the fact that we almost got hit by an asteroid. Or a meteor or some type of...
8: We didn't. We did
6: almost get hit
5: and they didn't know about it until just a few days. There's people whose job it is to track these asteroids and these meteors that are heading toward Earth and they missed this one. I think Bean set this up so he
7: can talk to his boyfriend.
5: And
8: that concerns me
5: and I feel like we should be taking this more seriously as it could potentially end life on Earth as we know it. It was
8: like gazillions of light years away.
5: It was 40,000 miles away. Same. Same.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, you've had an encounter with a shark. Comedian Brad Williams will join us, and tomorrow is the 100th anniversary of Keep It 100. Nope. What? It's
5: the 100th week of Keep It 100.
6: Same. I mean, it's kind of the same. Same.
5: Anniversaries mean years. Oh, I'm going to just keep it a bean. Agree to disagree. Wow,
8: Chip, why is tomorrow your last day? I can't figure it out with <laughs> these dicks.
7: Seems like such a chill place to God, work. God, take so what,
8: me, Chip. What an
7: environment. So what we're going to do is we're
6: going to play only songs that we featured on Keep It 100. And they're all, all
8: 100 years old.
6: Yes. And
5: it's
8: definitely not over an anniversary.
6: No matter what you say. No anniversary tomorrow.
5: It's the greatest hits of 1990s. Of you know <laughs> We're what would on be
8: the show. a great hit? That asteroid.
2: <laughs> right now. <laughs> Agreed. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.